May I present to you the newest title in the WWE family, the 24-7 title. What the? Uh, if this is anyone but Steve Allen, you're stealing my bit. Finn Balor had one opportunity in his career to compete on this night. What does that mean? Better say something or they'll think you're stupid. Will tonight be magic for Finn? Nailed it! Ah! Art, I don't want to alarm you, but Brock Lesnar has won money in Here's the bank. winner! Your worst nightmare just came through. Ladies and gentlemen, the beast, Brock Lesnar, is Mr. Money in the Bank. What are you doing, Vince? I'm a genius. You can't, you know, we've denied people the funky music, but you can't have a, a podcast on the 20th anniversary of Owen Hart's death and not play his team tune. It had to be done, Fitz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You had a whole lot to say about that, but that's cool. Ah, I well. didn't need to say a thing. Didn't need to say a thing. Yep. His history um, speaks for itself, but and his glaring absence from the Hall of Fame speaks for itself as well. Damn it, Marta. Let it be yep. true. Yeah, what happen. a whore. Yeah, we'll um, we'll chat about Owen in a while anyway to break all the other stuff and shite talk about money in the bank and all sorts. But Fitz, it's a two-man booth. It's the red and black, red and black wolf pack express. The boys are gone. But I mean, the the true heroes are here. And they say, "Oh, Don't geez, turn life. The, wolf pack. <laughs> the boys are working. I think they're both working. Are they? Allegedly. Allegedly. Although I, I do believe there's a tag match on tonight that uh, possibly where Nikki's gone. Gordon's ah, okay. just been cut. Ah, usual. He yeah. is working. He said he may or not may or may not be in on the chat. He's on call or something. Uh Rian's making fun of Man United. I mean what more there's nothing I can do to defend Man United at the moment, okay? So you know. Really the joke's on you or something or something clever. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fitz, how are you? I am fucking fantastic, man. Home from work, beautiful sky out. It's Thursday evening, only one more shitty day to go, and it's the weekend, motherfucker. I've got a, a hectic weekend of babysitting ahead. I can't wait. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's, uh... how, how does that make you feel, Steve? It makes me feel... Uh... <laughs> not great because I'm probably going to miss double or nothing live which is a fucking pain in the ass but uh, we'll see we'll see Kira's sister has a wedding so we have to go to Offaly to mind the babushka uh, look at you're just getting practice in for a couple of years time you know uh, yeah well there'll be a Steve shaped hole in the wall when that day comes <laughs> <laughs> where does Steve go nobody knows <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> he just—he's never heard from again, ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! 
I need another crack out of you, know? Fuck all, man. How's your week? Oh, you know. Uh, we had a bit of an interslicing of our weeks there, but we'll say nothing. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this all plays out. Red tape is cut, hopefully. Oh, so, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see. Yeah. There's actually a shit ton to get through, right? Because... Do you remember, like, last... Was this day last week, last Thursday, when all this mad stuff started happening about the Sky deal? Mm-hmm. And Do you remember we, we actually nearly... Last Thursday evening, we were like... I was going to the cinema, and then the Ric Flair thing was breaking, and then Ashley Massaro had died. And then there was the BT thing, and then there was the AEW TV deal, people bitching about something that there's nothing to bitch about. And then Ric Flair was in the hospital. I was like, lads, uh, I'm going to be off my phone for two hours, but be prepared, we might be doing a show tonight. Because we figured there was so much to do. And last week, there was nothing to cover. Um, yep. But yeah, unfortunately, Ashley Massaro passed away, mm. um, believed um, by suicide. She hung herself, is the story. Uh, That's what I've heard too. Yeah. Very, very sad. But she, apparently she's had a lot of issues with um, with drugs, apparently. She would have been popular at the time where I where I wasn't watching, so my knowledge of her is slim to none. Were you around at that yeah. time when she was about? Uh, kind of in and out. Like the those weren't great days. That two thousand and five to two thousand and eight nine type era. I was in and out. There wasn't much really dragging me in. Ashley Massaro was definitely one of them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, <coughs> very sad. What is her um, this the. The GoFundMe thing has come up. Um, some of her, um, some of the people she'd worked with back in the day, Trish and, and all those guys, have set up a GoFundMe for her, for her daughter, mm-hmm. who's like just 18. It's very sad. Yeah. McFoley put five grand in. Um, but, you know, someone was a Gail Kim brought up a great point. They, they find Lars 100 grand. Their goal mm-hmm. for the GoFundMe is 100 grand. Give them that money. Yeah. And you consider the story that's out there, Fitz. Have you heard that story? The Kuwait story? No. It surfaced again. It's something that went around. Um, she went to see a doctor when they were on tour in Kuwait. And let's just say it ended very, very badly. And uh, there was a story of sexual assault and all sorts by a member of the US Army or some shit like that. Ooh. And she was told to not mention it because it would look bad for the company if they were making those sort of claims against the army or the military or whatever the hell you want to call it. And America <coughs> and all that. Yeah. So uh, maybe put your hands in your pockets, lads. After all the fuck, all that woman went through, maybe put your hands in your pockets. That's all I'm saying. Especially Jesus. considering all the the PR work and activity that they do for troubled previous stars that they have and rehab all this sort of stuff surely this qualifies under that umbrella where you're helping out the family of a star that they equally made slash destroyed so you, you there definitely is a duty of care to to that child yeah I, I'd hope they'd put their hands in their pockets there fuck's sake yeah. some, use some of that sweet sweet Saudi blood money maybe put it to some oh, good it. use yeah, instead of fucking finding fucking Lars a hundred grand, they're practically just going to make him work Saudi for free. They're, there's not yeah, even going probably. to be any punishment for Lars. It's just that he's doing a show without pay. Oh my god, how will he survive? <laughs> God's sake! Unless he's got some tattoos that offend people, and then he won't be allowed to go. 
<laughs> it's Alistair Black with religious tattoos or something that he won't be allowed to go. A fucking genius. Uh, Great foreshadowing like, and foresight of him to get those tattoos years ago. Oh, yeah. If I'm one of these lads, I'm going down and getting a tattoo ASAP to not have to go to that fucking thing. Then again, yeah. probably a good payday for them, but fuck it. Um, Ric Flair comes out of the woods again. Kicks out mm-hmm. 2.99999. <laughs> it's, uh, it's no longer the Okada kick out. It's the vintage Ric Flair. <laughs> this man is still alive. Fair play to him. <laughs> How? <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, but Jesus was worrying there. As it was. Well, there were so many different stories going around as to, to what this was actually in relation to. Some were saying that it was out of nowhere, that it was just in a medical emergency to require treatment. Other stories are coming out to say that it, they knew that this was going to happen and it was effectively planned, but it was obviously a serious issue nonetheless. It's weird that there's been no kind of overriding truth-telling story as to what actually happened here. I'm going to say something that no one has ever said before, ever. I tend to uh, agree with Conrad on this one, <laughs> considering he's close to the family. You would hope that said he would it was the planned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he's married to his daughter or something. And he was saying it was a planned procedure, but there was a story that it was planned and that something went very wrong. So I don't know. Basically, sure, you still need to go to your bathroom now and wash out your mouth with soap. Yeah. And you can't <laughs> be agreeing with I'd like. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, hopefully all's okay. But what's not okay, Fitz, is this BT Sports crack. Or is it? We don't know. We still don't know. A week later, we still have no idea what this means. Um, There was all sorts of back and forth. And when this came out, I was at work and I sent you a message on the old Googles. And um, we were like, we were like, well, how many viewers are they doing live? And you were saying maybe 10k. I was like 100k maybe across the week with DVRs and replays and stuff. Turns out we weren't far off. The U- yeah. Sky Sports are doing 90,000 viewers live for Raw, which I was amazed at, and 70,000 for SmackDown. Now, is that the live live we or for the week? DVR live? Live live, yeah, live live. Well, I assume, I do they count question. DVR as part of that? I st- oh, yeah, I, I, just, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, um, that, like, how are you going to get 90,000 people, people staying up every week to watch that hot garbage? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, but the UK Telegraph has said that WWE will be moving from Sky after nearly 30 years and going to BT Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all sorts of permutations, as we found out. I tweeted something out, just essentially to throw the line out there to see what people... Because usually if you say something and you state it and go, well, this is the case, you're going to have 100 people coming back and you won't have to Google stuff. <laughs> I find that works very well. Just say yep. something mental or not even that mental, slightly incorrect or just wishing or kind of guessing something. And everyone will reply, you're wrong, you're wrong. And they just give you the information. And I copy basically, and paste it straight into this Google Doc. <laughs> basically, you are Ryan satining it. <laughs> how dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? You, you see how Ryan Satin has made a career out of himself by doing that. And you're like, hmm, I want to get me some of that hot action. I told you, it's clickbait, two, clickbait 2.0. Say something <laughs> mental, because comments drive, comments drive the uh, interactions, or what you call it, the impressions or whatever. User-generated um, content, my friend. Big things, numbers, words <laughs> that I don't understand. I just tweet Simpsons gifts, you know, that's mm-hmm. all I do. Um, but yeah, it's considering how aggressively 
WWE went after the UK market and now they're leaving the biggest sports platform something kind of stinks to me I don't know either the UK scene has died a death or BT Sports have got something up their sleeveens they've got yep. something coming down the line money 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 yeah. money 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 you know what the WWE do for a few pounds they will literally bend themselves over a table lift up their skirt pull down their panties just enough so you can fuck them in the ass for that $20 bill <laughs> we want more money pretty much what's going on BT must have something going on where they're going to be more accessible because brass tacks no matter what way anyone cuts it or all the sort of shit that people will come up with about it being on mobile packages and all the sort of bollocks it's less accessible which means less eyes no matter what way you cut it it can be yep. a very few less eyes or millions less eyes from what we can tell and nobody knows for sure but the big thing someone brought up in that reply was that the UK Sky deal covers Germany Austria Italy and Switzerland so they've lost all them so that's where I'm thinking what's actually going on is they, they're not getting their same money. What they're going to do now is they're going to no- negotiate five new deals. Yeah. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> what can you do? Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It, no, you're we'll right. There, there's, a st- there's a stink coming from this that we don't know where it's coming from yet. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting when it all comes out. Because like you said, the UK is the second biggest market for them. No matter what way you cut it up, UK is still going to be their second biggest market. And they would be, and <laughs> taking this with a grain of salt, you'd want to be an idiot to dilute your second biggest market like that yeah. without knowing something. And whatever that kind of pipe bomb is, pun intended, it, it'll have to be something good and sweet in that deal for them. Now, they, they might be looking um, at it with the logic that, you know, their fans are diehard anyway. So no matter where the product will be, the customer will still end up watching it by getting whatever subscription they need to continue watching it. Maybe they're counting the on us Jordan being bring, absolute marks. Yep. And the thing that, that Jordan brings up as well is the pay-per-view thing. Sky were never happy about the, losing all that pay-per-view money because the mm, network killed it. Yeah. Simple as. Um. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, look, I mean, there's other there, there's other ways out there. You know, mm-hmm. just use the force. You'll find it quite easily. Now, luckily for Irish sports fans who have a Sky TV subscription, apparently from this summer on, BT Sports is going to be included as part of that. So Yowie we'll have to wowie. see. We'll have to see how that pans out. If that works out for yeah. us. Happy days, it's all gravy. We actually end up saving money, potentially. Yeah. It's just them across the water it won't work out too well for, but we'll see. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. We'll see. (laughs) The AWTV deal drove people up the walls last week. It was so funny. Uh, Knickers were in a twist because they're not getting a rights fee like Vince does. They're getting Mm -hmm. revenue sharing from the advertising. So... TNT are covering the production costs uh, and the story was that because Ring of Honor did all the production for All In it was a stumbling block for TV companies that thought maybe you know they'd be paying for AEW to run a show themselves which they've never done mm-hmm. um, so basically the way it works out is TNT are getting AEW AEW for free assuming mm-hmm. revenue on each episode overtakes the production costs everybody wins yep 
This was <laughs> the perfect TV deal for every single party involved right here, right now. You know, you can look at it in two years' time and re- renegotiate and renew depending on how things work out. But right here, right now, this was a fantastic deal for everyone involved. Genius. Yep. Um, and it suits TNT to push this to the hilt because, you know, <laughs> if it's doing better numbers, everyone wins. Uh, mm-hmm. People are mental. I, I I don't get it. The concerns then were, um, will AEW be a PG show to reel in greater amount of eyes because it all relies on ad revenue? Not a hope. I hope not anyway. Well, if you're assigning the likes of Jimmy Havoc, um, Joey Janela, Hangman Page, who's kind of veered off that way a little bit, you're not going to be appealing to little Jimmy, six-year-old from Kentucky. You know, what you're going to do is you're going to target your product at a mature audience. And just like it did for us back in the day, it's going to draw in the kids anyway. That's why we all got involved with this wrestling lack when we were younger was because our older siblings, our older cousins, our older friends were watching this and we wanted to be cool like them and we wanted to watch it too. If you make your product and you target your product to kids, the older market won't want it because it'll be too kiddie. And God knows we see enough of that in our TV every week with fucking WWE. Yeah. If you noticed any latency between or kind of delay between myself and Fitz speaking, we don't hear it, but you might have. But it should be gone now because now your video is synced up. You were a little bit behind or I was behind you. Whatever it is, it should be gone now. But if you heard massive gaps, let us know. Should be fine. Should be fine. Um... The other one was that because TNT controlled production, how much say do they have in the actual show? I would you imagine know. not a lot, especially when they're not paying for the product. And, you know, the, 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 the reason why they're entering into this deal is because of the potential of the product. You can't then buy something with potential and then change what that potential is going to be or can't dictate what that's going to be. And to be fair, I don't think even back in WCW's time, they had a big influence on how that product ran, if I remember correctly, from a creative point of view. Oh, they were drawing gangbusters numbers as well, so I suppose they were like, yeah, just let them off, fuck it. Let them do what they want. Yeah, and to be fair, there's probably the hope that that's what's going to happen here again. And there's probably no real reason to suspect that it won't right now. Um, Pack and Hangman. What a hilarious story this was. What the fuck happened there? I'm still not sure what's happening here. Like, the, what I, we were talking about was that if it was a visa issue, they would be shouting that from the mm-hmm. rooftops because that's the easy option. And no one would be like, you'd be like, oh shit, what can you do? Damn that Trump. You know, that was an easy way to do it. So it's not that. Yeah. I think it still is. Nah, but I don't know would. why they wouldn't. I, I, I agree with you. They should have done that if there was. But the reason why I think it's something similar to that is then they had Pangman fly out to the UK and have the match with him anyway. Yeah. So if it wasn't a visa issue and if Pac could come to the United States and work the show, you still have the same match. No. So like that's where it gets interesting. Side. That's where it gets interesting because this whole wins and losses matter thing more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Pac didn't want to lose because we all yeah. know the elite boys will put themselves over. Not in a bad way. Just you know they're they're going to be the. They're the faces of it, so I mean, you gotta launch it that way, that way, whatever. They're all gonna win. Spoiler for my predictions. But, um, <laughs> um, 
the story that's been fed out was that Pac was going to feud with Kenny Omega or have a match with Kenny Omega and he didn't want to be losing already. He also mm-hmm. didn't want to lose and hasn't lost ever since he, he picked up the Dragon Gate title. He treats that very seriously. Months. He mm-hmm. hasn't lost. So the story was that he did. they didn't want to do a DQ finish because they've shouted about wins and losses mattering so much. But mm-hmm. then they flew Hangman over and did you hear the result of that match, Fitz? I actually didn't. It's a DQ finish. Mm. So what the fuck is going on? I didn't see it yet. Well, I think it's up on the be- YouTube channel. But Bearing in mind that, you know, that's how Pac has kind of got out of a lot of his matches. Even his match in OTT with Walter ended up in a DQ finish, if I'm correct, because Foxy threw the match out. So again, I, there's, there's definitely something happened here we don't know about. And it's frustrating because obviously we know Big Dave is involved with the with the boys in some respect or he has he's been fed some lines you know it, to be honest with you, it seems to me like a there was a visa issue and two they're trying to make it into a work i don't know what the payoff will be obviously we double or nothing is going to kick off the storylines for what the tv show and tribute to the troops or whatever they're calling it will be in in jacksonville so Saturday or Saturday night show will be the kickoff to all the storylines. So we've we've seen that the seeds being planted for, you know, Jericho Omega. Uh, who oh, there was another one, a few other ones there as well being kicked off as well. Not even just for this show, but for for future shows. I think it's a work. Uh, I don't know if I believe the whole pack is refusing to lose scenario. Like it's it's hard to argue that case, especially when he sat out his contract in WWE. So we know he's a stubborn bastard for 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 want of a better term. No pun intended. But I I yeah so I, I I don't think that he would go down that route of you know potentially fucking a show and fucking his new owners. New his new owners, his new employers. <laughs> better get that right. Um, <laughs> it's not Vince McMahon we're talking about. Uh, I don't think I don't think he'd fuck them over. I wish I had the Cartman the, uh, the Cartman sound clip where he's talking to the college uh, football <laughs> teams <laughs> about how he gets around uh, licensing issues for his slaves. He means student <laughs> athletes. <laughs> but uh, see where well. I come from. Do, I, do you think Pac would be that brazen, naive, narcissistic that he would do such a thing? Maybe this is some weird. I, I believe he didn't want to lose and they left it way too late to tell to tell them what was going on and they'd know their option. I mean, if he was thick with them and like, fuck you guys, why would he agree to do the match in the UK? Mm-hmm. I, I think there is something to it. I think there's definitely something to it. The, maybe this is some 2019 level of drawing heat on him or I'm not. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But um, yeah. it could have done this, you know, before the week of the show. Unless... Like BT Sports, they got a little something, something in the oven for Saturday night. But who knows? I think Jordan said something in there. Um, don't know if you saw BTE today, but Hangman said he wouldn't be wrestling because of a knee injury, and he calls bullshit on that. So, hmm. I don't know. Maybe I we've got John Moxley. Yeah, maybe John Moxley makes an appearance, or that lad CM Punk. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? And Fitz. There'll be ectoplasm everywhere in your house. Spooky, spooky ghosts. No, it'll be just jizz. The amount of jizz. The amount of it. Oh, God. So, this is the talk of the town today now. 
Get ready, everybody. He's about to do something stupid. I feel like if you're not satisfied at the end of Double or Nothing, you're not a wrestling fan. So they really base that Homer Simpson character on you, huh? <laughs> Poor Brandy. <laughs> Every time she opens her mouth, she says something stupid. Oh, uh, she does not do herself any favors. <laughs> no, or anyone else. <laughs> no, like I. The, the, the worrying thing, not even the, worry, the annoying thing. And again, I, I come from a marketing background, so like you know, I, I hear what she says, but I also hear what she's trying to say. And it's just, they really need to be more in sync <laughs> because, like, I think th- to be fair, you don't even need a, a marketing background to understand <laughs> what she was trying to say. But my god, like, take your big fucking size twelve foot out of your mouth, like. <laughs> I was just gobsmacked. Gordo sent us that clip last night about one in the morning, and I don't think I slept for another two hours after it. I was in either laughing or in a rage or. Oh, I hope this isn't a, a sign of utter arrogance on on her part. Uh, it I wound people. This wound people up today, big time. Uh, yeah, but that's the internet. Like to be fair, anyone can yeah. wind them up. Bunch of filthy marks. Ooh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> look at your, I did leave insert marketing, and this annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, teach marketing in schools now. To do the whole business and it's a fucking oh bizorg mm, but bizorg like, but that's the thing like it's just like choose your words wisely like you have a title whether it's justified or not whether it is earned or not whether you d- know what you're doing or not the chief ultimately officer. you're still speak <laughs> you're still speaking as a representative of the company and every word you say will get analyzed and criticized on the internet so, yep. you know, that there was a whole angle of, you know, they're not going to do scripted promos either. Well, fuck me. If they're going to be as uh, controversial as this, they might want to give some bullet points at least. Yeah, no, this wasn't a live interview where someone collared her and her, you know, you know like when a football player goes to his home country playing an international and his words are, you know, they're, what what's the phrase they use on them? I can't think of it. You know, they, they, uh, they misconstrue his words, but he actually said, I do want to leave Liverpool or I do want to leave Man United. It's not that type of yeah. situation. This was on an edited package. It's an edited video on their YouTube channel. With, yeah. uh, whoa. See, I saw the clip and I had to go and find it on YouTube. Uh, what was it? Do- Road to Double or Nothing 15 or 16 or something. And they had your man Jack Whitehall doing interviews with Tony Khan and uh, Brandy and Cody and all this. This should not Jack have been left Whitehall. in there. Jack Whitehall, yeah. The what comedian. What the fuck? He of something fame. Yeah, he mu- he's boys with the big T-Dog, it seems. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you heard the good point there. For fuck's sake, Jack Whitehall interviewed her. It's not like a journalist was breathing down her neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, like I can understand what she was trying to say. She was like, saying that... You know, this is going to be the ultimate fan experience. This is a show you don't want to miss because it'll be so entertaining. Use words better. <laughs> Do English better. <laughs> what if, right? What if... No, it's not going to happen. Double or nothing is not going to be shit. But what if a large proportion of people genuinely think, oh, that wasn't for me or I didn't enjoy that? Well, I better go fuck myself then. Thanks, Brandy Rhodes. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, AW won't be for everyone. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not going to be... But they're 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 doing this whole 
marketing technique and this is very much happening of where like they're not using a lot of traditional advertising methods they're not doing a lot of tv um they've no billboards up for the show they're not doing a lot of online advertising to try sell the ipay-per-views they're relying heavily on word of mouth and brand perception as their two marketing tools and without going into too much boring shy technical talk but effectively they're creating the allure by having their presence be seen in the internet world as being the savior of professional wrestling they're feeding that notion and it's staying strong and that's what's actually getting people talking is that this bubble exists but that bubble will only exist until a time where they have to back it up and their time to back it up is Saturday so if they put on a, a very good show it's not a bubble anymore we're in a full on property crisis it's <laughs> happening but if the show <laughs> fails to deliver then going, uh, all of a going sudden 2007 here with this, this oh yeah tiger talk this, this, this goes balls deep so it does <laughs> but if, if if this platters out and if Saturday is a bit of a, a whitewash and doesn't live up to expectation then they've got a massive problem because all of a sudden the word of mouth goes away and the internet perception bubbles burst and they don't have a lot to fall back on where they're generating new interest from a new audience dangerous tactic yeah old strategy let's see how it works out for them yeah it's yeah i my god um it's just it's you just hope it doesn't backfire on them because as as i don't know who said it in the chat i closed it there but um the internet trolls have got the ammunition now mm-hmm. anything they you don't are like one of them uh i'm not an internet <laughs> troll sir i am a I am not one that blindly follows. I I will find something and I'll think it's funny and I'll talk about it. <laughs> Whereas you're the one I have to convince. If anything, I'm the truther in this one. I'm you're the AW truther. <laughs> the AW <laughs> is flat. Flat, I tell you. It's a disc. It's in fact donut shaped. I will openly criticize anything that has happened, but I will not criticize anything that hasn't happened and we're purely talking speculation. Oh no, I'm talking about things that did happen. I'm not talking about AW at all. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this uh, hilarious comment that she made. But Oh, that, like I said, I there's no defending that. That's just foot oh, and mouth disease right there. Oh my God. What can you do? Um, yeah, I don't know. I One thing we I, didn't actually touch on there when we were talking about the TV deal is that in the, the BT episode on Monday, Cody confirmed that there will be a UK pay-per-view for AEW. No details obviously announced. Now, it is a little bit of pandering, fair enough, but it's going to happen, to be fair. They'd be mad not to do it, especially now that they've got some TV backing going on. But then you also look at the TV deal that they've got with ITV4 for the pay-per-view. So they've got the first hour free, the... The, the buy-in, I love the branding for that. That is fantastic. I love my poker terminologies. Great, great work there. Uh, they got the buy-in on ITV4 and the pay-per-view on iPay-per-view for the ITV box office. But he also, when asked the second part of that question was, will there be a TV deal in the UK? He literally, and I quote, said, you'll have to talk to the higher-ups at ITV about that. Wink, wink. Do you see me winking? Wink, wink. So he confirmed that ITV will have the, the TV deal. So that is massive news for the UK market that'll have free to air AEW. My God. And as Jordan pointed out, the posters, there's no branding on the posters. Mm-hmm. It says double or nothing. Now, this might go back to the thing you were talking about where it's like you Google it to find out what it is. 
But it's strange yep. that the chief brandy officer, you know, doesn't have AEW on it. It's a st- yep. I don't know. I don't know why that is. It's very strange. But Well, that's uh, the thing. And if you look at that from the contrasting point of view of what we're normally used to seeing with wrestling promotions, anything you see from WWE will have their massive logo bigger than anything in anyone on the actual promotion. So for WWE, it's all about WWE. You know, it, WWE Money in the Bank. They don't even call it Money in the Bank. They call it WWE Money in the Bank. And just on A-W- that, something I noticed when we were watching it live. You know how they normally put the hashtag? It's WWE MITB. I yeah. can't remember the last time, bar WrestleMania, because that's a brand on its own. It was just MITB. It was very strange. I think for the big five, they don't do it. Right, because they're supposed they, to stand by themselves. Exactly, I think so. But if you look at All Elite Wrestling and AEW... They're putting out the the stars, the imagery, the the branding before their main brand, which is a very smart thing to do because nobody really knows AEW or All Elite Wrestling yet, but most people will have heard of the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. Double or Nothing is probably more well-known and recognized than AEW is. Mm. Interesting. Plus, it's in Vegas, so they've, they've got the whole tied up with poker terminology, Double or Nothing. You know, Makes sense to me. Bull strategy, don't get me wrong. Normally you wouldn't see it. Normally you'd have the logo a little bit more prominent to get more recognition towards it, but it's it's along the line. It's consistent with what they're doing everywhere else. Um, do you want to do predictions at the end or will we do them now as soon as we're talking AEW? Uh, we can do them now. Have you got the card, have you? It's at the bottom. We normally leave this stuff to the end, but I suppose we'll square off AEW and then go into exactly. the money in the bank. Uh, where are we? Oh, this should be fun. I'm not even going to try and pronounce them. Okay. The six-woman tag. Who's winning that (laughs) one? (laughs) Uh, The face team. The face team. Now, this might be out of order. (laughs) Face team, yeah. I'll go with the heel team. Uh, I don't know. Whichever team Aja Kong is on, I'm going to pick them. I was going to say that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, this I pulled... uh, Yeah, so that's on the main card. Sorry, so I did jump ahead. Uh, Pre-show is uh, Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. That's going to be so good. Um, I think Sammy, because he's a championship holder, makes sense for him to retain. Plus, it gets him over as well, because he's been fairly prominent on BT for the last few months, probably at this stage. Mm. I think it makes sense for him to go over. And I'll probably say that too, Sammy Guevara, because he has been on TV, we'll say, as in their mm-hmm. shows and stuff. The 21-man casino battle royale for the AEW, uh, with a chance to get into essentially an AEW championship match. Where, what is the story? The winner of this versus the winner of Kenny and Jericho for the title is what they're going to do. Uh, possibly they haven't they haven't put themselves in a position where they're committed to anything. That's what which is good. That's where I this the site that I pulled this from. That's what they're saying. So that must be something that was announced this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm if I if they did I missed it, but I don't. I from the best of my knowledge, that's not what's happening. It's just kind of like a a money in the bank situation. I I would have thought. Um, I'll check it here in a second, but I'm I'm ninety percent sure that's what it is. The winner of the of the battle royal, uh, at a later date, will face the winner of Jericho and Kenny, and the winner of that the is the champ. Yeah. Uh, mm. committed at the video last Steve, night someone does... make me sure or someone tell me I'm pretty sure that's what the case is but if I'm wrong somebody in the chat let me know Steve how do how does this battle royal work uh, I haven't a clue something about cards <laughs> or I have absolutely now I have I, 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 I want to take in the mic out of you 
I have stayed away from it as we were saying. Uh, I w- I was full of AEW build and double or nothing build for the last five months, so I haven't seen Being the Elite or any of the other shows for a while. I just want to watch the show at this stage. I'm sick of I'm sick of them talking about it. Just get me past Saturday, and I'm back in watching Being the Elite. <laughs> Simple as. So I don't know what the fuck is going on in this thing. Something about teams of five or something, isn't it? Yeah. So what's happening is there's four suits in a deck of cards. Clubs, spades, diamonds, and hearts. Each person will pick a card at random, and the card that they get, more so the suit that they get, will relate to their position in the match. Boring. I'm lost. I'm so confused. (laughs) Why? Because you're so used to poor storytelling from WWE for the last 20 years? I can't brain good. I'm already lost. (laughs) (laughs) So the five people who drew hearts start the match. Then after three or five minutes the next five people who drew the next suit come in and then all of a sudden you're left with one man who drew the joker in the pack he comes in last on his own and then it's just traditional over the top battle royale yeah yeah and so it's a nice novel way to do it i like it yeah so yeah it is jordan has confirmed it it is the winner of this versus the winner of the main event at at a later date is the title match so i'm thinking billy gunn billy gunn is my pick here (laughs) (laughs) um but but the, boys, who do you think? I actually don't know. It's I. I'd actually must. I I don't even know if I have a full participant list for this. Uh, I'm sure it's there. Um, let me see now. Fucking, I see. I just copied this off the Forbes website. I just put in double or nothing card, and it didn't have the people listed. So like, what we'll do is we'll just we'll stall here for time. Um, let me see now. <laughs> So we're going to have a zany sound effect. I must get a sound effect for uh, waiting. Uh, double or nothing. Boo, okay, boo, boo. I've got it here. Okay, go on. So, got Brandon Cutler, Glacier, Sonny Kiss, Ace Romero, Sonny Days, Brian Pillman Jr., MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, Lucherius Luchasaurus Luchasaurus yeah and Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn so there's no real big and obvious name that you'd say just yet I think MJF probably wouldn't he be the one that they've been putting over for a long time so that's 16 of the 21 so there's probably a surprise or two involved with that if you really wanted to you know launch a company on a pre-show this is where you put um, your boy Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that's what Mick is saying there as well. He is free. He is free to show up, yeah. Um, yep. I, I meant to say, yeah, he sure is, but it came out, yeah, sure. <laughs> Stupid. Um, well, we've already discussed that you can't word good. Yeah, can't brain good either. Um, I think, yeah, either MJF, um, pencil in MJF, but likelihood surprise entrant is probably the winner there. Yeah, I I think so. Um, Michael Elgin, but just on, I'm on the the ang what what what's that website I'm here. Oh, Wrestle Talk, fucking poison. Michael Elgin is he's contracted to Impact, though, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, what you think, Sophits? You're not sure, or uh, I don't see anyone obvious from the list that I've just announced there. You could be a surprise and go like maybe Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, might be probably the, the most obvious one on out of the list there. I can see because 
everyone else is kind of a little bit lighter, a little bit less known than what you'd expect. Joey Janelle and MJF are probably the two biggest names in it. Mm. I, yeah, Nick is in CM Punk to win it. Mm. Now, there, there's your mainstream appeal if you get CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. You've got a guy who's known, and then they've got this diamond in the rough that a lot of people would never have heard of in Kenny Omega, and there's a way to get him out, you know? Oh, Here, look um, at this guy. And it gives Punk some time to train, because they won't do another show for another three and a half months or something. No, they've got the one in Jacksonville in July or June. Yeah, so, you know, it'll be a while. Um... Yeah, you need to so stop we, watching that content now before then so you get fed up and all No, that. no, no, no. The, uh, I'm very specific about this. This all started on the 1st of January and the show is still <laughs> not here. I had it. There's no malice in it. I'm not being old man, Steve. I'm not being a dick. I just couldn't listen to any more of it. You know, it's like, not in a bad way, no, no negativity, just, I'm done. Let me see the show. That's all it was. Um, we already Steve. talked about, um, and we all pronounced their names very, very well in that six-woman tag. And we picked yeah. whoever Azure Kong's team is to win yeah. that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> then you have the, the women's triple threat. Uh, Britt Baker, Kylie Ray against Nyla Rose. Sorry, against each other. It's a big three-way. Wait. Uh, Dr. Did they Britt Baker wins this. this. For the title? I don't know. But Britt, Britt Baker wins this because she's on that Britt Baker money. So they can't be just throwing around that money and not giving the wins. And she was at True. the upfronts and all that stuff. So she, she wins that one. Yeah, if it was anyway. a one-on-one match with Nyla Rose, you'd say something, but triple threat, you, you've got Kylie Ray in there to, to eat that pin. Yo. Yo. Um, interested to see Nyla Rose, because I don't know anything about this woman. Or yes, woman. Man, or whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> We're not here to judge. Um, no. Best friends. Non-binary. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> Be a tree. <laughs> I don't care. If you can wrestle, you can wrestle. Um... <laughs> The best friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Oh, Fitz, Fitz's face. I could see it there. <laughs> oh, mama. Hook it up want, to my veins. We want that Okada hug. The the Okada pan back shot we normally get for yeah. the Rainmaker. That hug is beautiful. And then um, we want some dubstep. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, do you think best friends are by virtue of, you know, being boys with the boys? It's hard to know because, again... The, you're looking at arguably the first show so do you put over the strongest people or do you put over the people that you want to get instant recognizability for them so like Savan Helico and um, Jack Evans not a lot of notoriety for them so I'm wondering do you kind of look at who can afford to eat the pin here possibly I'd probably go at Helico and Jack Evans just for the you wouldn't expect it, and it helps them out more than a win for the best friends would. Yeah, I suppose. I, I, I'll kind of roll in behind you on that one. So, But commit that to paper, uh, I don't know how. My, my answer may yeah. be different. <laughs> we'll see on Friday night or Saturday morning or whenever I get around to it. Jesus, uh, yeah, it's, lucky, it's lucky Nick sent me a message there on Sunday. I totally forgot about money in the bank. <laughs> like It's like, when he goes, put your predictions in. I was like, oh, fuck, there's 10 minutes to the show or whatever, and I hadn't done it. And then frantically trying to pick people. Um... SCU versus Seema, T-Hawk, and L. Lindemann. L. Lindemann. Uh, from, yeah, I know all these people. Words. Big fan of T-Hawk. He sounds cool. Are these the OWE boys? Yep. 
Oh, cool. So you're going to get that samurai stuff. I'm in. I'm going to say the OWE lads win that one. I think SCU. Mm. Not sure why, but I, I just think that they're the ones that are opposite to the best friends. Because, I, like, again, you can't have too many of the same style of results, so you kind of have to give a bit of a balance. And I think SCU are going to be massively over because they've got that SCU chant and all that sort of stuff. So I think this is one for the fans. This is one to get the, the crowd hot and happy. Unless you do the old one team or one guy went over, the other got over type thing. Maybe, you know, they'll, maybe. they'll get all the big spots, the, the Chinese boys. Um, boys. Hangman Page versus Pac. Uh, I just copy pasted it. Just I'm going to go for a It just said cancelled on the thing. I just copy pasted this at work. <laughs> um, so Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. Got to be Cody. Yeah, he's not taking a loss there. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Another, I think probably the Lucha Bros win that one to take the titles back to AAA or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having what you're having. Yeah, she's we're flying through these ones. These are the easy ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> then Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho in the main event. And where, where is it now? Do I not have it? Do I not have it? It's too late now. It's already gone. Hook it to my veins. God. Stupid soundboard. That bitch! I knew thought it would be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked and appalled. Oh, this one is a tricky motherfucker. Yeah. Um, when you is consider it too Jer- obvious that Kenny? Jericho is going to face Okada for the title. Now, I know yeah. they have no working relationship, but Jericho is a, a nomad. He does what he wants. And he's probably mm-hmm. not going to want to lose and then go lose to Okada right afterwards. Yeah. So so do you do you give Jericho's win back from the first match here and then somewhere down the line you get the rubber match? I, I, I'm leaning that way. I think mm. Jericho does bastard magic and wins. Not, not clean because, you know, it can't be clean. His character doesn't need clean either. So I think he does what he needs to do to get the win. Yeah. 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 I, I I think that way. I think it's mainly because it's too obvious that Omega's going to win. Yeah, I, I think Jericho. I think that's my lock of the week. Um, apart from Cody beating, no, my lock of the week is Cody beating Dustin. That's the lock of the week. But close second. Well, you would have said that <coughs> about me. fucking Miz beating Shane McMahon at Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was mad. I'm not sure what the <laughs> fuck happened there, but um, I'm hoping to be some blood in this one. Uh, a good brawl. Nice brawl now, because there'll be loads of flippy flips and wrestly wrestles throughout the night. <laughs> Give me an old <laughs> fight. I want to fight in the main event. Blood, chairs, the lot. Staplers, bikes, whatever you have. The whole lot. <laughs> Bring back <laughs> um, the blades. Yeah, it's... That should be a good crack now. Uh, I will, hopefully... I, I put I put the feelers out there about getting back to Galway on Saturday evening after the, after the babby goes to sleep. Uh-huh. So hopefully, hopefully now Kira can just Kira will be wrecked. You're like, you know what? When the baby goes to sleep, maybe Kira will go to sleep, and I'll just take a little walk out the door because <laughs> the train station is thirty seconds away from the house. So, what time's the last train? Uh half seven or eight or something. She seemed pretty okay with it. She was just like, uh, she was just saying, you know, as long as you're there to give her a hand when the baby's going to sleep and all that, and. I'm just going to be running up the town to get food. That's my only job. Stay out of the way. <laughs> don't hurt the baby and bring me food. Don't, <laughs> I was like, I can, I can do, do that. 
Whatever you do, do not kick the baby. Do not kick the baby. Yeah. Uh, Sound advice that was told to me once, and I've lived by yeah. it. <laughs> yep. Um, where's my clip now? So that's that's double or nothing covered off. Uh, but mm. money in the bank fits. Your worst nightmare just came through. Ladies and gentlemen, the beast, Brock Lesnar, is Mr. Money in the Bank. To say that was a shock is an understatement. Um, yes, I was laughing uncontrollably in disbelief watching it live. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get to it in the end. We'll kind of very quickly run through it. Um, Becky lost the SmackDown title. The ref was distracted. A theme of the night, which was never explained, as I knew mm-hmm. would be the case. Uh, the ref was distracted by Lacey Evans. The ref was distracted by Charlotte doing something. Lacey Evans runs down, hits the woman's right. Charlotte wins. Then there was a bit of an old brawl. Uh, Bailey cashes in on Charlotte, having won the money in the bank earlier. So that was kind of cool. So mm-hmm. Becky won belt, and Bailey won belt. Mm-hmm. All the belts, but they snuck an old uh, title reign for Charlotte in there for a few minutes anyway. She's up yep. to nine now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. She's going to pass Rick's thing by the end of the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they had to get the belt off Becky, but I thought I didn't. No, not that they had to. Um, they would have had to eventually. It happened very quick. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with how it was done. In fact, I, I quite like how it was done. I'm just sad that Becky isn't Becky two belts anymore. Mm. I, I want to be honest. I wanted both. I wanted Becky to keep both belts. But I wanted something to happen, and I couldn't have wished for anything better than Bailey becoming relevant again. Yeah, it was class. Um, so that's that's good. Uh, at least you know it's it's gone somewhere cool. Because our prediction, what well, kind of tentative prediction was that Becky leaves with no belts? We'd have Becky no belts mm. that night. With Lacey Evans and Charlotte to win them. Oh but God, twinsies, through, <laughs> twinsies through shenanigans, and then they beat the Iconics, and then they're both to be Lacey two belts. Charlotte two belts, you know? It would have been a whole thing. But anyway, Joe lost the US title to Ray in about a minute or something, and the shoulders were so far up. Oh, Oh my God. Now, the story... (laughs) I don't know if you're going to believe this one. This is something I read either today or the other day. This was one of the first ref botch, or supposed ref botches that they scripted in. Because Joe got or Ray got hurt badly, and Joe was busted up. This all happened this, but I was in the jacks. I missed the match. I went out to take a leak. I came back, and Joe had dropped the title, and he was covered in blood. So I don't know what happened here, but the story was that and Ray is injured again, and Joe was busted up. So Vince made the decision: just get the title, just get the count to three, basically. The, Ray was going to win the title anyway. Do a pin, count to three, and maybe that their theory was that that's when all the other ref scripted botches came in to make it like a thing oh my god the refs are having a horrible night but then they never explained any of that so I have no idea what actually happened there they had four or five ref botches scripted in highlighted with slow motion replays and commentary telling you that the ref fucked up and they never explained it my head hurts (laughs) just so weird and another story that came out uh, Fightful had mentioned it during that mental Usos and Revival match on Raw, the ref made some mistake that I don't remember seeing or anyone else remember seeing, and the ref got taken apart by Vince. He was raging over some mistake the ref made. So this... Uh, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> anyway, it's too hard. It hurts my head to even think about it. 
the uh, the Shane escape win in the cage was quite good. Match terrible, finish great. Yeah, I like the part where the they got the chairs in there and the Miz was did some cool chair spots and stuff. But it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and the finish was cool. It's just a match involving Shane McMahon, though. Yeah, yeah, VAR, VAR needed. <laughs> but yeah, basically, Miz grabbed him by his his shirt or whatever, and Shane just slipped out of his shirt and won. It was quite cool. Because he's a very sweaty man. Yep. Uh, Rollins retained over AJ in a New Japan <laughs> Tokyo Dome main event. God, Jesus. What a match. My God. But they just amazing, let them just. Right? They've just let them it's go. A, how could you. <laughs> that's, the wor- that's the most frustrating part. It's because you get glimpses, you get snippets of amazing professional wrestling every once in a while and you're like see they can do it why don't they do this more often it was that's a crazy question. good please answer it was a crazy good the spot uh, Rollins goes for I don't know how you explain this to someone like say Rory I'm assuming Rory hasn't seen it or watched the highlights yet but Rollins goes for the stomp and that somehow gets countered into a styles clash just mm-hmm. try and picture that but that happened <laughs> it was madness I think I didn't think you'd get anything better than do you know what I don't I think it's slightly beneath the stomp into the RKO at one of the manias a few years ago mania 30 or 31 or whatever where Rollins got thrown oh, up yeah. in the air from the stomp on Orton that was but the night was, he won the title when he cashed yeah. in it, this was it was up there yeah it was up there um, Kofi retained then over uh, Kevin Owens uh, yep straightforward match yeah, it was good. Enjoyed it. Um, Poor Kevin Owens, though. Yeah, now this is my favourite point of the night, Fitz. Now, this was a good pay-per-view. We're, they're going to have a very bad... Very few things that we're going to say here are going to be negative, apart from the stupid referee stuff. Lars Sullivan, who last week was fined 100 grand in order to do sensitivity training for historical racist posts, beats up three Mexicans for no reason. <laughs> what? 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 Lucha House Party come out, you know, Cole is like, and we've got six-man tag action. He was like, no, we don't. Who are they facing then? This just happened now. There was no six-man tag book for that night. <laughs> and it's not like on Raw where matches can be thrown together. They don't do that on pay-per-views. The card is the card. They always stick to it. That was mm-hmm. a bit, you know, it's like, come on, don't insult me. But, um, that was yeah. beyond insulting. <laughs> Lars just beats up some Mexicans. And you know, and he Vince busts is himself open. He busts himself there? open. He headbutted Callisto's mask. <laughs> so obviously, you know, when you headbutt someone with a, a mask that has pointy bits, you're likely to, you know, get a little bit stabbed, you know. Yeah. Sure, there he was. With blood. Like, to be fair, it looked cool because he's a monster. He's a freak. The blood trickling down the face kind of adds an element of mystique to him. But come on. This is Ryback from five years ago. Yeah. There was a lot of blood, a lot of blood and money in the bank. Yeah. I'm drinking Joe, Lars Sullivan and Ali that's three off the top of my head yeah poor Ali took an off bump off the old uh, what cut him was it? did he just slice himself on the ropes or friction burn was, on the ropes or something or? yeah it's when he fell at the very end when he got pushed off the ladder mm. and he came down and his head literally came down on the, the top rope mm. Um, the, the line before the money in the bank match the men's match Andrade has momentum Corey he pinned Finn Balor on SmackDown. It's like, did he pin him on top of a ladder? 
<laughs> it's a ladder <laughs> match. What good is pinning Finn Balor going to do for you? Stupid shit. Drives me cracked. Yeah, um, you're but, being a little bit pernickety there. No, I hate I hate the commentary, and I'll find any way to bring it down. That makes no sense. It makes no uh, sense. It does. Makes no sense. Momentum isn't necessarily a technical thing. Okay, Momentum well, means, means you're on a roll. You're winning. winning nah, pin, you're not being nah. specific when you're winning. You know. Fuck them. Fuck them. And, and, and all their friends and anyone knows them. I hate them. Uh, Brock was hidden backstage, and the wrestlers were told that there was a spot happening when Ali was reaching for the case. Uh, the conflicting reports about Ali being the one that was picked on the afternoon to win after McIntyre was the one that was picked all along all week and they were told just before they went out hey uh, Ali's going to be look like Ali's going to be reaching for the briefcase and Brock is going to win or Brock's going to come out but we've yeah uh, before we talk about the Brock thing the Balor sunset sunset (laughs) flip powerbomb spot Yowie wowie chants in the in the arena afterwards. Oh we my went Christ. for some fine French cuisine, and the one takeaway that I told you about this match because you hadn't seen it at this stage, yeah, was that Finn Balor needs to see a chiropractor quick. Yeah, this was Monday afternoon. I'd gone to bed, I don't know, somewhere halfway through the show or whatever. You were like, "Watch the Money in the Bank." I was like, "Well, I will." But there's anything else worth watching? It's just watch the main event, watch Finn Balor, and he took more than that. That fucking choke slam on the edge of the ladder. Oh my god. The poor man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got fucked up big time. And it's that not was the he wasn't on SmackDown this week. <laughs> yeah, well it, yeah, it's good that they had him sell the injury and everything. <laughs> he uh, didn't need to sell the injury. <laughs> he didn't need to. There was <laughs> seven did. guys seven guys who broke themselves in half and then Lesnar just strolls in and takes the title. <laughs> oh, so 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 oh, much fun. It's so funny. Okay, Fabe, why was this happening? Yeah, th- here's the problem. Can anyone just score? You know what I mean? It makes no sense. They never announced that Brock was part of the match. There was never an eighth man. They said that there was seven men, whatever. Better so if, uh, if uh, fucking Curtis Axel is there standing at the ramp, he's in Gorilla, and he sees that all of them are knocked down after a big spot, could he just run out and take the briefcase and be- become the winner? This is all within storyline, okay? In storyline, we're not being ridiculous, but... It doesn't make any sense. Like that, like it's. It, I found a great quote for it. It, it, it. it doesn't make logical sense. I found some good ones in that match. This week was a treasure trove. <laughs> it is all logical. It's all logical for when something makes no sense. I'll keep that one in my pocket. Yeah, to be fair, Paul Heyman tried to address it on Raw where he said that he brokered a deal, blah, 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 but. Weak sauce. They, like, if yeah. they knew this was happening, the commentary could have sold it up through the entire match. They said, but there's only seven people here. Is there an eight? Is someone going to take their spot? And that would have kept people hooked the entire time. And you still would have had that... Sh- oh, is it shock value when Brock comes out or disappointment value? Or would it have been like Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble a few years ago when Daniel Bryan was supposed to come out at 30, but Rey Mysterio came out at 30 and everyone booed him out of the place? Were they feared? Yeah. <laughs> were they afraid that people would boo Brock Lesnar? <laughs> uh, we might as well just move on to the start of Raw then. Uh, Money in the Bank was was actually quite good. I think is uh, universally. I don't think very mm. few people thought it was any. Uh, was to bad be fair, anything, at, at the start, at the start, we were not very impressed with the women's. Oh, Money that Bank. woman's match! Oh dear lord! It was that wrestling was by numbers. It was bad, and I couldn't believe the amount. I saw some people go, "That was a great match." I was like, "No, it was fucking terrible." Yeah. See, that's the botches. 
and I, that's what I said to you. I was like, if you're looking at this through the lens of this being women involved in a Money in the Bank style match, then yes, it was quite good. Very, very good, in fact. But if you're looking at this through the glasses of this is a Money in the Bank ladder match, ignoring the fact that they're women, it was quite poor. And call me sexist if you want. I've been called worse earlier today and probably later on tonight. But you can't compare women's wrestling and men's wrestling and consider them equal. That is just wrong. It is lies. Oh my god. Apology. It's a revelation. I know. I know. I I will take my suspension with pay right now. <laughs> but that's it. Like, it was paid by numbers. You know, everyone knew what move they had to do next but they're not able to put them all together in a way that looks consistent. Naomi, Dana Brooke. She, no, there's one thing. Dana Brooke worked her arse off and she yep. was one of the people that came out there, but Naomi has no business being in that match. I'm sorry, I hate saying it. It's very it's rare. Yeah, that's it, that's it yeah. Where's the DJ horn? Uh, both of them. <laughs> I once, actually, did I ever tell you that story? I uh, well, it wasn't me. It was my friend Jim. In fact, <laughs> you know Jim. You know Jim who works in a shop and always has some good stories about people and uh, how kind and loving they are. Uh, there was a device with a screen on it that came back. It was broken in half, basically. You know, and of course Jim was. You know, I can't replace that. I'm afraid," said Jim. Uh, "That's broken in half. No, go fuck yourself, essentially." And Jim was accused of being racist and sexist for it she was like you're not doing this because for me because i'm a black woman i was like what i mean jim was like what are you (laughs) whoopsies um i had to (laughs) jim jim just had to stand there in utter dismay until she was you know ushered off because she kept screaming at poor jim that was, uh, I've never experienced anything quite like it. I just thought I'd throw that in there now that you called me a sexist about Naomi not being able to be wrestled. Oh. Um, and I've, I've had this argument with other people about Naomi. Like, I will openly admit she is one of the best athletes in the company. But just because you're athletically gifted does not make you a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Now, the only wrestler, we never criticize the wrestlers on here. It's always characters and storylines and stupid yeah. shit it's very rare we criticise wrestlers so don't jump don't lump us in with that crowd bar Nia Jax Nia Jax and Naomi <laughs> are the only people that we've ever been like what the fuck and to be fair but, <laughs> Nia Jax doesn't hold a candle to Naomi in terms of wrestling <laughs> ability either no no Naomi's actually fucking Okada when it comes to that <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing like again Naomi knows how to do moves but it's again it's I can do moves I know how to do a choke slam. I know how to do a drop kick. But I don't know how to put them together to tell a story. And that's it what a professional a wrestler does. It was a goddamn mess. That yep. whole match. Um, yep. And Nikki Cross, she had an opportunity. Or they had an opportunity to put her over and they missed it. Yeah, but I suppose in the theme of the night, the Bailey thing was great. So. It is, but you can still have Bailey win. But you, this is these are the perfect matches for making stars out of people, because yes, only one person can win. But if you write this this match and you produce this match in a certain way, everybody can win. Case in point, Ali later that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to cover off the Brock stuff, right? The Beast in the Bank is out. I can't wait to hear that a hundred times. 
But as great as... The, do you know what? It was a great moment the way they did it with Brock, right? We don't want to see Brock with the title again, but anyway, it was a cool moment, a nice little shock value. Brock Lesnar and the briefcase as his boombox was just and Fitz you know what it's very rare I can spoil something on you I said Fitz have you seen this was Monday morning no no Tuesday morning I'd seen Raw it's like Fitz it's not a spoiler it's the opening scene of Raw it's the opening frame of Raw nothing's going to be spoiled on you look up these memes and you were like just send it to me privately so the lads don't get spoiled and I sent you meme after meme and (laughs) they just got better and better and better the Brock Lesnar with the the boombox oh my god I need to know where that came from that has to be a Paulie Heyman stuff oh That's so brilliant. good <laughs> but it's Brock because even when you know when he was sitting on top of the ladder he was really getting into it I'm back baby and all this yeah. Brock is fired up and he was looking he was in great shape and he had his tan and all that sort of stuff and fired up Brock man hook it to my veins but, it, Just, but well this ties into what we heard before from Dana White that he's officially done with UFC so if he's officially done with UFC and he doesn't have to go through training camps or worry about cutting weight or staying in shape or whatever he needs to do, then he potentially could do a Brock Lesnar style full time deal with WWE. So he could be around more often. And to be fair, of all the reasons we've hated Brock Lesnar for the last couple of years, this would be a reason to really like Brock Lesnar, even if he is playing a heel on TV we can still boo him as a heel but like him for being there oh he's a great heel especially now if he's hamming it up and he and he hears music from his boombox uh, that's going to be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> crying those tears um, but yeah if if this is if we're getting Brock every week oh hook it to my veins hook yes, it to please. my veins um, the problem we always had with Brock is that sometimes he cannot be arsed but that ha- that hasn't been the case in a long time and the other mm. one is that he's never there. So the title is held hostage. That's the problem. That's my point, the shows, exactly, yeah. Yeah, the shows have no direction when there's no title to go for. Mm-hmm. But no no titles, eh? If only they bring out a new title that could give people something to do, eh? Well, let's, let's, let's talk about that in a minute. We'll cover this bit off. But the way they turn this promo, well, no, trust me, it's coming right up. So, it's so coming close. right up. Because they stole our idea that we stole from them. So... <laughs> <laughs> I was literally thinking that last night I was like we need to do a gimmick infringement moment here <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. if this is anyone with Vince McMahon you're stealing our bit um, but yeah Rollins and Kofi are both out wildcard and uh, basically they audition the way Paul frames it you know, Kofi wants to legitimise his reign and prove that he's worth it and all this uh, Rollins wants he, he slayed the beast you know he's the beast slayer but there's the beast unslain you know and he's got to rectify that so basically, Paul frames it. Oh, look at you here, both auditioning for the box office shot at Brock Lesnar. I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Paul you know, when they're using Hayman. their heads. Oh, when they're what using their heads, they're great. And he kind of mentions that uh, Kofi and Seth aren't done for the night because he's inside sources. It says that there'll be a tag team match, you know, a tag team main event. And Fitz, when he said there's going to be a tag team main event, if you could have picked two people to face them that you know they were going to pick, who were they going to be? <laughs> oh, as soon as uh, he said that, I knew exactly what that match was going to be. Team Beef. You just knew it. Mm-hmm. You just knew Corbin and Lashley were there. Written in the stars. And they said, away. as long as, Cor- as long as the boys, the champions there, Kofi and Seth, as long as they were in the building, Brock was going to be there with the contract. I thought, ah, oh, this is good. This is good. And then the rest of the show went to absolute shite. But this was a good way to, to start it off. The main event then, 
Kofi bins, pins Corbin. So is it Kofi two belts? Because <laughs> of the alleged reigns, <gasps> Corbin is the Corbin is the alleged universal champion because he pinned yeah. Rollins. I think Kofi alleged two belts is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wins the match. Brock music hits and he circles the ring and Rollins is holding a chair and both men hold the titles and he leaves, which was a bit shit. I was hoping he'd attack them or something. But Brock was ah, yeah. there at the end of Raw and the, and the, the private jet wheels weren't spinning on the tarmac somewhere. <laughs> is Brock back? <laughs> is, that's what... If he's back, I like it. I have a feeling that he's back for a short time at least. Mm. You know, he's got the Saudi show coming up where you best believe Brock Lesnar is going to be on that plane because he likes that dollar dollar bills, yo. So if he's going to be around for that show, then it makes sense that he's going to be around for the weeks leading up to it and possibly a couple of weeks after it to actually build a story around it. Look, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, hook it up to my veins. Then you can hook to my veins, Fitz. The uh, the idea that they stole from us the twenty four seven title, but bastards. But the uh, the twenty four seven title is back, and it's glorious, Fitz. But you don't think so? It, it, how is it glorious? Well, for one, Bobby Roode won it. That's Who? sexual powerhouse. What's his name? Sorry, Robert Roode. You address him by his proper title, you little bollocks. <laughs> Sex maniac Robert Root was the second <laughs> champion. Uh, but Mick Foley comes out and uh, started the third hour. This is all part of what, we, what we're being told fits is a, a new spot that I didn't know. Mm. But the refresh of the third hour, because that's where the ratings mm. take an absolute nosedive. So they've it's changed the graph. It's going a little dark. So they're they're making it more raw. And Fitz, you noticed it. What was the graphics or some shit was? Yeah, they changed to literally a black and white style graphics. The lighting went down a little bit. The red was gone completely from the logos, from the LED screen at the, uh, the front of the ring, gone, gone black and white as well. So it's first week out. So I think they literally wrote it halfway through the show and got the graphic designers in to do it there and then. So next yeah. week we'll probably see what that actually means. Yeah, but like they were, they were still writing raw. Uh, the quote was deep into the show. They were still writing the show. Whatever that means, an hour or two hours in, I don't know. But uh, Mick comes out at the top of the third hour. You know, he kind of says it's time to make raw great again. He introduces the twenty four seven. He did that was an actual quote. I couldn't believe they said that. Uh, introduces the twenty four seven title and the crowd boos. Yep. Uh, is this because they wanted a hardcore title? Or, or the belt was just horrendous because the belt is well, the belt horrendous. Is like I Jesus, have taken a shite this morning that looked better than that belt. <laughs> but the problem is right, and this is this is something that they've done numerous times through different themes and stories. They present a perception of what they're about to do, and then do something completely different. So they had an advertisement for Mick Foley announcing a new title on Raw. Everybody and their mother had the same thought. Oh my God, they're bringing back a hardcore title. Well, it was more, I, I was saying it's 20, we were saying 24-7. Something was happening with 24-7. And uh, possibly, but hardcore. everyone, exactly. Because Foley was involved, new title. If you didn't want people to think 
a certain way, then don't give them something to think about. You know, no. if Foley wasn't on that image, even if Foley comes out to present it the next night, the, the reaction would be less hot. But, you know, who who's probably... Actually, no, that's a bad example, I was going to say. Who's most synonymous with the 24-7 title back in the day? Oh, he's passed, I'm afraid. Exactly. Can't bring, yeah. yeah, you can't bring old Crash Holly back. No, I, I realised that as I was talking, so <laughs> yeah. move along swiftly. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, when when they were like, okay, so Mick Foley's announcing it, not, you know, Vince or anyone else. Yeah. I, I figured straight away it's 24-7. And the, we, we know that they have listened to the show. Cause, uh, yeah. Or that or, you know, someone in Stanford, someone else in Stanford, Connecticut. But um, <laughs> I know, I kid, I kid. But they have stolen our bit. Which is very annoying. It's going to get very convoluted now, Fitz. When we have our 24-7 title and they have their 24-7 title. It's just a mess. But basically, Foley says, he who retrieves it, achieves it. And he puts the title down in the middle of the ring. The first one to grab it is the inaugural champion and they have to defend it Mm 24-7. So a lot of people seemed very afraid to grab the belt. It was very... Now, this I'm not going to put on them because they were probably told this was happening eight seconds before it happened. So they were like, well, what do we do? Come up with a spot. Okay, everyone not grab the belt. And they had the spot where the good brothers both grabbed it at the same time and they were going to fight each other over it. And basically it all ended up with Titus O'Neil being the first one to win it. And he's declared the first 24-7 champ and he walks up the ramp and he's celebrating and you just knew he was getting rolled up. The minute he turned his back on the ramp, something was going to happen. Uh, and of course, as we said, the sexual powerhouse Robert Roode rolls him up very quickly. He gets the win. And you see various shots throughout the rest of the evening of Robert Roode being chased around backstage until Truth or Truth shows up, the hero that we deserved fits. <laughs> and he tells him to hide in the trunk of his car and the mob passes by. So he's like, OK, we're in the clear. So Truth lets Robert Roode out. He offers him a seat in the front of the car. But what's in the front seat of the car fits? A referee. What? <laughs> Truth slams him into the car. Uh, the ref counts the title. <laughs> Truth gets the title and just legs it. He's gone. The car is spinning out the fucking road. <laughs> but the tw- the Twitter interactions after this have been amazing. Our Truth is calling it the European Championship, which is <laughs> you knew he was going to do something stupid like that. Drake, Drake Maverick is doing a um, hunt for Truth everywhere he goes. There's a Twitter search. He's handing out leaflets. Uh, he wants <laughs> this one where he's outside Vince McMahon's door at SmackDown. <laughs> he says he's going to grab the brass ring. And he just puts the leaflet under the door, tips it in the door and goes, ruthless aggression. <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I understand what people are saying. Um, but I think it gives the lower card guys something to do. And it's going to be good comedy spots and it'll be good crack on Twitter and YouTube. I, I, I can't see a negative in it. It's messy. It looks shit. But it's, it's for older wrestling fans. Do you know what I mean? It, but how long can they keep it up for? Forever and ever and ever. I'm never going to get sick of the 24-7 title. I love it. I love it, Fitz. For Blue Chew. <laughs> well, Blue Chew won't pay me nothing. Okay. <laughs> Coors Light. Drinking a Coors they, Light. They can go Blue Chew themselves so they can. Yeah. Uh, on SmackDown, Carmella was trying to help Truth with a disguise. <laughs> She's quite good. This wig cost me twelve dollars. It's my favorite comment of the whole week. Um, Carmella has a match with Mandy Rose. Uh, Truth is in disguised with a with a boob tube on him, and he's got the big blonde wig and everything. 
but all of a sudden he's rumbled and the guys figure out it's not Charlotte is it, is it is in fact <laughs> our truth it's Black uh, the Charlotte room, yeah and Blarlet uh, <laughs> the locker room empties truth escapes carrying Carmella on his back there's a piggyback out through the crowd this is going to be fun um, just took it to my veins I know I'm, I think it's a, it's a genuine 50-50 split on this people love it my- or hate it I, I don't mind it because it it breaks up with the monotony of what these shows have become. But I'm also terrified, well not terrified, fearful of how they're going to fuck it up. Because I don't trust them to be creative every single week for this spot. I'm hoping it's a case that it's like, hey, you've got 45 seconds of TV time, what do you want to do with it? And they come up with the ideas themselves. I'm really hoping to that. Be, it's just to, to stop people you, trying to leave. I would give Jeremy Borash full, complete creative control over this and let him have fun. Could you imagine also, what he can do with this if w- w- what we saw with Matt Hardy in the compound? Yeah, and also our truth to work as his second. Yeah. <laughs> imagine our Just... truth, the 17 time 24 7 champ. Can he be the commissioner of the 24 7 division? Like, like that's, don't that's get the me sort wrong. of stuff I want to see. If this is done right and the, the, the massive asterisk right up there beside that if this is done right it could be fantastic but because we're so used to being bent over the table and taken up the jacksy by WWE we, we're <laughs> that pro- <is> descriptive <laughs> <laughs> we are programmed to just smile and take it <laughs> And then pay the nine ninety nine for the pleasure. <laughs> that's twenty four seven segment for you. <laughs> oh man, I just yeah, it'll give the guys in the lower card something to do. It'll be fun. I think they should do a network show, a ride along type thing, where they're <laughs> following the guy going back to his hotel and hoping he won't bump into any wrestlers oh, yeah. in the hotel. That sort of stuff. It'll be fun. Hundred percent. But that was the best thing about the twenty four seven rule back in the day was. Wasn't the Crash Holly winning it at like a jumping jacks or yeah, yeah. in a ball pit? All these you want you you want you don't want them just running around backstage. And I granted they probably only did that because, like you said, they got told eight seconds before it happened. But yeah. you need the crazy spots. You need the ball pits. You need swimming pools. You need something. Abs- you've got literally all the world is your prop for this gimmick. Yeah, you can have someone on holidays and they're lying out by the beach and both their shoulders are on the mat. And another wrestler comes over and puts one finger on his chest and the ref counts him to three and wins the title. That sort of shit. Yep, that's a spot. Someone, I think Fightful brought it up. Uh, you go back to your hotel room and the, the lights are out. You open, the, you turn on the lights and Alistair Black is standing there in the hotel room. Sitting there doing his little pose and hits you with the kick to win the title. That sort of stuff. No, be great no, crack. no, no, no. And maybe not, yeah, I, is, I don't want to involve. This is the jobber's title. No, we shall not have it. serious wrestlers involved with it. Now, this is something that they, they made very clear on both shows. Sammy did it on SmackDown, and then they had Team Beef do it on Raw, where the, pe- the people are chasing past, and then the, the main card guys will say, like a Corbin, a Lashley, they're like, eh, whatever, I don't care. I thought it would have been funny if Lesnar went for the title that night, too. He just clotheslined <laughs> our truth. <laughs> remember, remember, was, remember the Olympic uh, what, the Olympic sprinter or something? What, did he have a prosthetic leg or whatever when Jericho Oscar made stories. his comeback? No, different. No, he killed his wife. Um, <laughs> the you remember Jericho's comeback, where he just clotheslined the guy as he's coming in with the torch. I thought it was going to happen. Where 
Oh, he was, you know, when he came back as uh, the shiny, shiny vest Jericho. 2008, 2009. I must have been out of that time. I must have been out of that stage as well. Orton was the champ. You know, you knew Jericho. It was crack the code. Crack the code, Jericho. Anyway, it's a long-winded way of saying I was hoping Lesnar would just clothesline somebody (laughs) who was holding the title. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, but that's the thing. And that's one thing I would like to touch on is that you've now literally, we've always had that imaginative line between upper card and mid card and lower card. You've literally put in a mechanism now which is going to divide the roster. Yeah. And I I I don't see how you can justifiably take someone who is in the jobber squad fighting for the twenty four seven title and then all of a sudden they might be fighting for the IC belt or in the main event picture. You know again, perception is everything in this sort of industry. And I've said it before about other things, about Mick Foley opening the belt. They're giving you the perception of what's about to happen, whether it happens or not is a different thing. But they're giving you now the perception that these guys are fighting for this Mickey Mouse title. And then possibly in two months' time, you're supposed to believe that they're now good enough to compete with Seth Rollins. It's very, very dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. So they need to be careful of how they're booking these segments and who they're booking them with. I didn't like the fact that the Good Brothers were involved with it, but obviously that comes down to them not signing contracts and possibly fucking off very soon. But again, if if you're just going to be part of the job squad and you're happy with that, you're happy to collect that paycheck, you're happy to be on TV every week, out of the B team and whoever else, like fair enough, that's your spot. You're happy with it. Perfect. Happy days. I will enjoy your shit. But if you're telling me that Alistair Black suddenly turns up and wins a 24-7 belt they might as well just cut up his contract because he's dead to me. Yeah, they don't... It's not going to involve any of those people. You never know. You might have the odd one here or there, but it's going to get these people on TV and you never know what can happen from there. Basically, Mm. they're not going to get over sitting and catering. This will at least get them on TV. So, you never know. You never know what they'll manage to pull out of it. No, Um, like I said, I can can only reserve judgment until something bad happens. Uh, I enjoyed it this week just for the, the nonsensical value of it even if it was very haphazard. Belt, horrible. Definitely needs a refurb somehow. Not sure how they're going to be able to do it. Uh, you get a big fire and you throw it into it and you make a new one. I'll, I'll <laughs> allow it. I'll allow it. Um, Fuck it, take the one off Braun Strowman. He's not using it anymore. Do you know what? We talked about this after some fine, fine French cuisine on Monday or Tuesday there in uh, McDonald's. Is this a prototype for the original Braun Strowman Saudi Arabia title? <laughs> Could you imagine Braun strap. Strowman with the size of his hands holding that twenty four seven belt? Was this building made for tiny people? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A title for ants? Kofi yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and Dolph. Oh, so good. It was, but but, but first we have the return. I, it's great to see him back on TV, but it's a horrible loss for the app known as Twitter. That Big E is now back to work. God, he oh was amazing. Oh my God. And they oh. referenced it on the TV. I meant to get that clip. I should have read down through the script of, um, it's like, it's great to have you back, E, but you know, what is it? Becky's mother is taken. I was like, but damn, she's so fine. <laughs> <Yeah. Go on. laughs> Big E was uh. in amazing form. Uh, he was phenomenal. They had that thing where the, the bait and switch with some random guy 
that wasn't Big E. Yeah. That was fun. New new day hijinks. Oh, and good. I can't wait for the Big E turn. It's coming. No, no. It is. Don't it hook is. it to my veins. It, Unhook it, it from is. my veins. It's all up in there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. The new day must never turn on each other. Why? Because I might cry as a grown man. <laughs> it's a new day. I know. Yes, it is. No, it shall remain the same day forever and ever. <laughs> Leave the new day alone. Leave them be. They're great crack. Please don't do that. Um, but it is, yeah, it is. It is. It's happening. It's yeah. There's two. It's gonna happen. Ko and Sammy come out then. Uh, Sammy was complaining how Big E got a big return and all this sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. Kevin Owens just walks off or something. I can't remember exactly, but he just yeah. walks away. And Sammy is there with two mics. Sammy's speaking into two mics because Kevin just gave him his mic. Um, this all led to Kofi and Sammy happening later on. But before the match, Big E is down holding his knee backstage. New Day asks what happened. And he says the, K- the KO did it. Kofi beats Sammy then with Trouble in Paradise. But Paul Heyman comes out with the briefcase. Crowd's going, what the fuck? Um... He looks to the back and then he looks to the ring and he's like he's like he's waiting for Brock to come out. Paul was kind of saying, here he comes, Brock's coming. But then Dolph Ziggler returns and attacks Kofi from behind. A far more vicious Dolph Ziggler. Yep. That spot where he wrapped him around the ring post at the back of the turnbuckles. Yep, popped his head off the fucking turnbuckle. Jesus. So anyways, yeah, he wrapped him around the ring post, Fitz, and it was vicious. Oh, it was vicious. They had uh, I put that thing up on Twitter as like Kofi's been away but it's like he's been training with Minoru Suzuki (laughs) he fucking battered him kind of cool later on you have the you had the ring spot post and you had what? ring spot post oh Stephen your notes are all over the shop what was I doing (laughs) Uh, you had the chair around the neck thing you know that the thing and he threw him into the uh, commentator's table you know that whole thing yeah uh, but Dolph has a promo then on stage later on explains it all almost crying he puts over all of Kofi's ach- uh, accomplishments and says it should have been him and he'll beat him for the title at mm-hmm. the Superstar Sheik Up in uh, Saudi Arabia and this turns out to be because Kevin Owens won't go to Saudi Arabia <laughs> they brought Dolph back again just because yeah. there's miscommunication there's a guy that'll lose but they want another they want another loss or another win for Kofi so that brought Dolph back at least it's something different It's he's doing something different he's not just being the cocky heel he's being vicious and he's beating the guy up and you know yeah and that's the first time we've seen him since the Royal Rumble I think yes yes uh, when he said he wouldn't be back but yeah yeah it'll be good I'm looking forward to that I, I just I'm so happy to have him back Man. but one thing I, I would touch on there and the Kofi Kingston thing I kind of said it there when we we're talking about the twenty four seven segment. Was that how do you expect fans to buy into someone when their previous history in the company has not lived up to the same expectation? So, like, I don't get me wrong. I am delighted that Kofi's years of service has gotten to the point of where he's recognized as a top guy. From purely a longevity point of view, he deserves that. Wrestling capability wise, he's been above average his entire career. Personality, charisma wise, was as about as bland as milk up until the New Day. New Day really kicked him off, but even as part of New Day, he was the least interesting of the three from a purely entertainment point of view. 
but now he's meant to be portraying this guy who's capable of beating Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. He's got the belt. Uh, it's cha- he went through all the trials and tribulations of getting it there, to, to making it there. That's why they had to go through all that with Kofi because they thought people wouldn't believe him to be a good, a big champion. But he had to go through all those gauntlet matches and all those second chance matches and obstacle after obstacle that he had to overcome. So this is the other side of it. That's the way I'd look at it. They got a bit, got to keep the bill going. I'm not buying it. It's the other I, side of the hill that he climbed. I don't see it. I, and I'd love to. I, I want to see it, but every time I see him in the ring, even like with Kevin Owens at the weekend, I was like, "Oh my god!" They jobbed out Kevin Owens to a jobber champion. I, I genuinely, <gasps> I genuinely had more interest in seeing Jinder Mahal as champion because it felt m- more right, and th- that's even a weird thing to say because he was a jobber himself for so long. But at least he kind of, at least he had the look of a champion. And that's because Kofi is not a big guy. He's not a muscly guy. He's not necessarily a strong, uh, 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 yeah, strong guy. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's uninspiring. You ugly, hate-filled man. You ugly, hate-filled man. (laughs) I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and appalled. Put me up against the firing line. Put a bullet in me. It's not going to change my mind. Oh, the God sooner this, damn it. the sooner this is over, the better. Oh, I know what this is. Lord, I could see that Irish temper of yours bubbling up in you from here, honey. <laughs> oh, I love that clip. Oh, look, I'm not. I'm not alone. The man from beyond the grave, J Dog, is agreeing with me. May he rest in peace. Yeah, may he rest in pieces. Yeah, no, like, I mean, it's not, um, yeah, it's not an uncommon um, belief at the moment, I suppose, but I'm enjoying it. But Fitz, uh, the opinions expressed by Fitz are brought to you by The Secret Life of Pets 2 in cinemas (laughs) now. (laughs) Oh, fuck me sideways. That was so annoying and raw. And smacked. You know what? The boys in the chat are agreeing with you. So I'm in the minority here that I'm I'm enjoying the the Kofi thing. But you know what? You're not you know, you're not alone. You see that in social media watching the shows and you see that with a lot of podcasts. They're not they're not kind of buying into not buying into Kofi. I'm enjoying it. I mean he's the double champ at the moment. He won the uh up up down down championship as well. In one <laughs> of the best celebrations you're ever likely to see. Uh, I um, recommend checking that out. Uh like I said, I want to I want to like him, but Again, I wasn't fully on board with the Kofi Mania hype before Mania. Yes, that made sense. It 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 made I liked the win and the pop at WrestleMania because it gave him a genuinely heartfelt moment that he his career deserved. One hundred percent, completely agree with that. But right now, you're talking about building the company and really trying to fight for ratings and get yourself higher up and compete with a company who hasn't even produced the show yet. Kofi Kingston's not the guy. You've got you've got Paul Heyman talking with Brock Lesnar about which champions he's going to face, Seth Rollins or Kofi Kingston. It's like, really? There's there's a choice here. I I will face that one because he's not as good as the other one. Please. My God, what's happening here? What, what? happened to Kofi Mania? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Hating Kofi Mania like, was a bubble, and the I'm blindsided by this. 
My God. It this, it know. goes to it goes to prove that you know Kofi Mania was a bubble that literally short lived in the hype, and then you look at Bechtalia ninety who's still going strong because there's yeah. more substance to it. Yeah, the Becky thing now. You see what? that when you're watching Raw, hundred percent going strong. No, when you see that during Raw, you you see people are like, oh Becky again, oh just ramming Becky down my throat, all this sort of stuff. That's starting as oh, well. Oh, it is Fitz. Her is. chants are loud. Captain, spoiler life. Trust me on this one. The Becky things are there. You see it. I don't agree with it in any way. Mm. I'm not. I do not endorse the opinions of these fools who uh, have the patience I, of. I think old man Steve is just being contrary now. Uh, this is not old man Steve. I express no <laughs> opinion here. I'm telling you what people are saying on the intertubes during Raw and SmackDown. That's all. Yeah, oh, these Stan accounts that love and want Alexa Bliss no, to be champion no, seventeen no, thousand times. No, it's no. Well, no, those people. I don't even. I have muted more of them that I've seen tweets. To be honest. But, <laughs> um, yeah. No, but okay, fair enough. Even if the the shine has gone off that diamond a little bit, even her current state of affairs is much more well received than Kofi mm-hmm. right now. Okay, if you're talking maybe Becky's at 90% of her post-mania push, Kofi is at maybe 40% of his pre-mania push. Red, white, and blue, baby. Thanks for letting me in your country, lads. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs> Any excuse. To that is your greatest tongue. contribution to this podcast. Oh, I love it. And of course, the sexual, not the sexual chocolate, the audible chocolate. Also the sexual chocolate. I prefer the zaniness. Oh, baby! Um, <laughs> I, have that one on that one. I have that as a hockey. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what else did we want? Oh, yes, of course. The Ricochet and Cesaro match, which presented us by The Secret Life of Peds 2. <laughs> Cesaro gets new generic WWE 2K19 music. I assume it's a placeholder for now. I hope it's a placeholder for now. But you can't keep you using the Seamus music. Exactly. You have three ad breaks in this very short match. So you had two full-on ad breaks, right? So you have the entrances that are about to square up. As Raw rolls on, break for about four hours. Then they come back for about a minute, another break for four hours. And then they're back for about 30 seconds. And then you get a picture-in-picture picture of the trailer or something for The Secret Life of Pets while Cesaro and Ricochet are having a match that prompted This Is Awesome chants from the crowd. Really would they, like to have seen that match, Fitz. They literally had the picture-in-picture picture as Ricochet did a dive over the top. Yeah. As Raw continues. Unbelievable, you know? Jeff. I mean, who put the, the Secret Life of Pets ad there when Michael Cole was just bubbling up to say as Raw continues? Because you know when someone dives, you know they're going to break. Yeah. The formula's there. <sighs> and it's, and like while we're talking about that, on SmackDown it was... Um, was it the OK Corral or one of those fast food joints was that version on Smackdown Golden Corral Let's that was say. what it was Golden Corral yeah the OK Corral that's a different show <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah that was, it was offensive that whole advertising situation there. are they not making enough blood money off the Saudi lads did we go and fucking ruin and matches with the shite evidently not my friend mm, oh boy we need more money uh, the Usos and Revival fits. Oh, baby! Oh, baby! <laughs> oh, boy! Hook it to my veins. 
Oh, uh, this is this is what I said earlier on, right? You 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 get these moments in time and the snippets in reality, where you have AJ Styles and Seth Rollins putting on an absolute classic, which could justifiably be a four and a half, four point seven five star match. Then on Raw on TV, you get a match we've longed for for years. You've got the two best tag teams in WWE facing off with each other. Finally, after a couple of weeks of pure horseshit. And you get a This Is Awesome chant. Amazing what happens when you let wrestlers wrestle. And two teams who, um, if reports are to be believed, wanted out. So they're letting them go. I thought Usos resigned. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, originally they were one of the teams that the story was that they'd, uh, they wanted out. Mm. Their revival we know wanted out. And there you go, let them fucking go. Yeah, and he didn't have. The, I was like, okay, no stupid skits. Um, we talked about the thing, the 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 skits that uh, Wrestling Soup did on the Usos. Yeah. Fucking hilarious! If you don't Yo, listen, Uso, check out. Funny, <laughs> it was very very good. Check out the Soup. They had an amazing segment last week about it. Oh, yeah. But they did a recap of the um, of the the funny little skits that the Usos were doing with the back shaving and all that sort of shite and the Uso hot or Usi I see you Uso hot or Usi Uso hot, hot or whatever the f- some yeah. shit like that uh, and I was like oh please not another one not another one but no you got a fucking barn burner of a match yep. so that's good and I wonder like when they're backstage Vince Man and whoever else sits back there the cronies and they're watching the product on their monitors in front of them and they hear the crowds chanting this is awesome what goes through their heads? Do they think, hmm, this seems to be going well. How can we fuck this up? It's time for Bella Brains. <laughs> Bella Brains. That's what goes through their heads. Surely there's th- like somebody, like I, 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 if Triple H still had long hair, he'd be tearing it out. <laughs> and like I can fully believe and f- and I think the stories are fully justified that he is so pissed off backstage because he knows he's put on what three four five years of high quality content from NXT he knows what works he knows what fans likes it, there, there's no point beating around the bush there's no even argument that you could have that he doesn't know his shit and he has to pretend and pander to Vince McMahon because He's Vince McMahon, damn it. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. You had a moment of bliss, uh. which is always misery. Hey, uh, hey, my notes, you, my you no- shut no. your whore mouth. They're terrible segments. You are a fucking terrible segment and you need to die. Burn them. Burn them with a big fire. Burn you with uh, a big fire. Yeah, well, wouldn't have to watch Raw then, would I, and write scripts about it. So it sounds like a great old time. Hey. Burn in the fire. Arson um, for the win. <laughs> Nikki Cross is also there this is a very strange note I have Becky Nikki is also there the Iconics come out Lacey comes out <laughs> that's it <laughs> um, Becky says she'll become Becky three belts if the Iconics don't shut up or something I'm tired that's my note <laughs> uh, she says that Becky had mentioned you know she beat Lacey but only half of her attention was on her and it ends up in a six man tag Alexa six was woman not tag six persons God, uh, Alexa was not cleared, so Becky says, "Just stand there and look pretty. Let the man do the work." <laughs> Fantastic. Alexa says she's not ready, but then gets her robe off and she's in her gear. 
So yeah. it wouldn't make any sense and brought her it's coffee be- to the ring. It's because she was uh, she didn't want to lose her gear again, so she wore her gear. Ah, uh, she's got concussions. Oh, yes. and also really bad luck with traveling and keeping her luggage. Yes, and also concussions. That's the whole problem. Is it still here. concussions? Yeah, well, she wasn't cleared for money in the bank. I know that, but like she only had one match. Was it in the last maybe five months, six months? Yeah. Did she work the rumble? No. Did she not? I think she was. I think she. Oh no. The women's Maybe. battle royal. What did she announce herself for? Do you remember? Money in the ago? bank. No, I think it was the rumble. Uh, she announced herself as the guest host of WrestleMania. Yeah, but I thought she announced herself as being in the women's rumble on one of those horrendous moments of bliss segments. But I think she's had one match on TV. Mm. She beat somebody. Ruby Riot. Would I be right in saying? Mm, was it Bailey? Could have been. It was someone fairly big. Yeah, we were like, "What the fuck is she doing, beating her?" Yeah, and like, like she wrestled as good as she normally wrestles. To be fair, like there was no obvious signs of, of injury or anything holding her back. So, mm. to be fair, you would be, you'd be slightly concerned for her, and if she wasn't such a good on-screen personality, whether you like her segments or not, or think they're good or not, they, they are captivating to a degree, and she herself is something easy to look at. So obviously they're utilizing her as best they can while she's not medically clear to compete. But you would be worried for her that, you know, that that'll only last for so long until they just get fed up with that shit. Yep. And uh, something happened. Oh, Faces oh. win. The horrible swat with Billy Kay. Becky shouting, come closer to her when oh, she's doing yeah. the dropkick. Oh, yeah. Billy Kay. Please Be- go away. Becky as well. Oh, Becky, like you, you've got so many cameras and mics hooked up. Yeah. That, that that was a John Cena moment there, like. Yeah, it was. Um, but then on SmackDown, you had a very similar thing. Bailey teams with Becky, and they beat Lacey and Charlotte. Becky pinned Charlotte to get her win back from the other night. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mick, Mick is saying there she beat um, Bailey the night after Mania. Mm. And Rory confirmed that's that her she last match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's she's had two matches in five months or whatever. <laughs> Probably. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Got that CTE, son. What in the blue fuck is going on with this Roman, Shane, Miz and Drew McIntyre shite? Elias as well? Elias. I don't want to get into the weeds on this, but basically a lot of stuff with all of them involved and I don't know where it's going. Uh, Is it to form a tag team between Roman and Miz? It's like I mean they kind of saved each other a lot yeah. from the previous weeks. This, this some is some sort of alliance. Yeah, the, the payback was this week for Roman saving Miz. It's yeah. weird, and they've have they confirmed the match for Shane and Roman at Great Saudi Balls of Fire? Yes. So at the super superstar Sheik off or Sheik up, whatever he was calling it, um, or Return of the Jedi was another one. Yeah, that's for some reason Drew came out, but Shane and Shane and Roman at at, at Saudi Arabia. Woo, who cares? Uh, and then Miz had a match with Drew. Drew beats the Miz with the help of Shane. Post match shenanigans and Roman makes the save and they're shaking hands. Then you had Roman beat Elias in the SmackDown main event. Drew attacks post match. Uh, all sorts of, but I don't know. It's it's a bit. It's not confusing. I just I don't know where it's it's convoluted. 
it, the wild card thing isn't helping I don't know who's on what show now exactly because they're all on all shows yeah the wild card thing is just a pain in the ass I don't yeah. know the wild dog as I saw someone call him on Twitter during the show he's just on every show uh, so I, don't know, I, so I don't like it the I, wild card's I, driving me a bit, a bit mad yeah it's messy so either it, just get rid of the brand split or don't and I don't want to get rid of the brand split but. it's not even that but I think even make it more obvious about who gets the wild cards maybe an advance or something so at least you kind of it makes it easy for people to keep up yeah but during Smackdown watching it they had they'd used three technically four if you include Paul Heyman but whatever uh, they'd used their three wildcards so you knew the fourth one was coming and it was the main event involving Roman and Elias so you knew Drew McIntyre was coming out yeah. I actually said it was going to be the Miz I knew it was going to be one of them Yeah, one of them was going to be out there at the end of the match you just knew it so there's no the anticipation is even gone after a week because you know what's coming mm-hmm. <sighs> death to the wildcard long live the 24-7 ah <laughs> 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 oh, god and then it's a great match on SmackDown. Ali beat Andrade. Oh, man. So that's the second alleged title change of the week. Because yeah. Andrade, of course, is the alleged intercontinental champion after beating Balor. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember those two now. Corbin dethroned and Andrade. Yeah, congratulations to the alleged title. Um, There's not really much else, is there? Gone in um, two hours. WWE Network had two interesting shows. One I haven't seen yet was the Ali Chronicles. Apparently very, very good. Gordo watched it and gave a great recommendation for it. And I watched the Becky Lynch 24 on Monday and it was fantastic. Really, really I good. Saw, I saw the clip of Vince looking very, very tired <laughs> after <laughs> seven hours of mania. Jesus. Seven? Yeah. Seven and a half, and all of the build to the, you know the re- them working the re- out the re- entrances show. and all that all day, yeah. yeah. But interesting cameo segment in it from uh, Paddy Morrow and Joey Cabray and Jordan Devlin and our own little Justy as well made a a, a brief appearance on the Becky Twenty Four. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check it out over the weekend. Having a time. Yeah, uh, the Ali one is meant to be class. Mm. But again, he's another person kind of like Kofi is like. Do you see him really breaking through to the main event? And I know Gordo's not here and he's shouting at us when he's listening to this, saying, yes, yes, he deserves it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not denying that he's not an extremely talented man. But ultimately, it's still a a bigger man's game. And I don't even need to say big man in terms of Braun Strowman, but Ali is small by comparison to most people on the roster. You consider, right, the day of money in the bank, and I said this to you in the chat, mm-hmm. This guy, Mustafa Ali was an alternate for the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. He was not in the original 32. He somehow turned that into making it into the Cruiserweight Classic, mm-hmm. making it off of 205 Live, that death barren land of 205 Live. Mm-hmm. And he was booked at one stage to win the money in the bank. That's summarize. And Vince loves him. Because he oh. can take, because the way he says he sells, he sells finisher moves and he sells yeah. beatings very well. He so. is the new Dolph Ziggler, to a large no. degree. Don't you put that evil on him? No, I'm not trying to put that evil on anyone. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> but like if, if just watching him and agree, I, I'm a massive fan of his work. I love watching his matches, but 
what is seeding? You know, I think upper mid card, I think you're realistically going to position him. You, are you going to mm. believe that he can beat Seth Rollins? Are you going to believe that he's going to compete against Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Lyon, Brock Lesnar? IC title, US title, see how he gets on with that. Not yet, but you know, that's where I see him for now. And, and you like never he, know what that could turn into. He has an amazing backstory, to be fair to him as well. Obviously, just the stories of growing up, becoming a cop, following his dream. Extremely likable guy. So he's going to go places, and as long as he keeps selling like Dolph Ziggler, doesn't be a dick, pays his dues backstage, he, he, he probably will win a world title if he stays long enough a la Kofi Kingston. But wow. <sighs> Fitz hates Kofi. It's official. Just hates him. <laughs> this is what you'd say to me if I expressed opinion. Can't believe you just hate Kofi Kingston. God. Except for um, the differences that people agree with me. <laughs> Enzo Amore is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we need to yowie get a drug test. Come here, what happened with Yowie Wowie? I didn't see Anton this week. Did um, I miss it? Yeah, it was just another video package. Okay, I didn't kind of, see it. And I it watch went, Raw live. It went deeper and darker, probably up on the YouTubes. Okay, I'll have a look. I don't think there was nothing as um, as much of a relevation as it was last week. So yeah. I think There's nobody even talking about it. And I totally forgot about it until I looked at my sound effect that said Yowie Wowie. That's exactly it, yeah. Yeah, shite. Anything <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, else? Anything else going on in the world? Don't think so. Like, what have we got going on this weekend? We got double or nothing on this weekend. Actually, Sean Ryan did release that new video for um, Mark Haskins and uh, Terry Thatcher. Okay. So that I checked it out, but I think it cut out halfway because it had a weird ending on my one. So I don't think I was looking at the right one or it blanked out somewhere along the line. But what I saw of it looked very good, so that's going to be good at WrestleRama 3 for the GN belt. Coke it up to my veins. Neat. Um, also, actually, there's one thing I, w- I did want to kind of look what? at was, and they touched on the soup, Killer Cross and Your Bay, Scarlet Bordeaux, both asking for the release from Impact. Scarlet Bordeaux, she's one of the most fantastic wrestlers to ever happen to the world. I mean, I see nothing but a bright future for her career. Yeah, she has a very um, bright career. Yeah. Uh, the other one was that Jordan Grace has been working there without a contract for seven months. If... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you peeked the are, microphone and you're are gone you, now. Are you, assu- are you assuming that SRS was telling the truth? <laughs> like most uh, things, yes. I, 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 I followed that little Twitter trail. It was hilarious. Oh, I've been meaning to look at it. I heard it was great. Yeah, he's demanding an apology from these people for for, for <laughs> stating this stuff for so long, and they're, they're throwing shade back at him. And it's like, to be fair, like I, I, there's there's people in the wrestling reporting world that you 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 want to like throw shit at because they come across as douchey scumbags. Ryan Satin, perfectly timed. Uh, the, the SRS and the boys over in Fightful, like I, I'd often literally watch their list and your boy live with uh, I can never think of his name. Jimmy Van, yes, the owner of FIFA, the million, the million dollar van. Like, the one thing you can never accuse SRS of is being a pretentious douchebag. He 
only states facts when he has proof of it. He will openly say that he has heard things, but will openly admit with it that he cannot collaborate the source of it. So he will say that this is what I've heard. I cannot prove this. <laughs> it's so easy to be a reporter these days without being a douchebag. Yeah. <clears throat> Q. Ryan. Hold on now. Like, what, was that a cue? Yes. Is that what you were doing? You were queuing uh, me up. It was an audible cue. Okay, hold on. Do it again. You don't have to be a pretentious douchebag these days. Ryan Satin. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> SRS <laughs> is one wrestling reporter that you need to be following. Yep. Simple as. He is the shiz. Um, John Pollock I find very good as well. Uh, basically, a lot of people, you just avoid ringside news articles or... <laughs> So to be fair to um, to the admiral of the internet, Ryan Satin, some of it, the stuff you know, he's not putting a tremendous amount of bollocks out there. He does put some bollocks out there, but he's just a douchebag in real life. Is what I can see from the guy. <laughs> from what I can tell, I I don't know. I just don't like him. He's a bit of a whinge bag. Offended easily. Mm. Uh, got j- got Vince Russo fired for no reason. Whatever your opinion of Vince Russo. Uh, see what uh, Chick just put into the chat there. Uh, it is ITV releases before the bell, the AEW story featuring many top wrestling names. Steve rolls his eyes. Uh, so it's a short article from WrestleZone. So it says, and I quote: "If anyone wondering whether or not ITV was all in on AEW, now you have the answer. Their brand new ITV wrestling channel has just released a great before the bell documentary." That details the rise of All Elite Wrestling. It features exclusive interviews from Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, Raven, Scott Hall, Diamond Dallas Page, and many more as the countdown continues to double or nothing this weekend. And it says related, yeah, Casino Royale Battle winner will earn AEW shot against Jericho Omega winner. So that's something we discussed earlier. More build to double or nothing. Can't wait. <laughs> Why are you such an old man at times? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being an asshole. I just, I can't watch any more of it. That's all. But you haven't There's watched no any of it. There's no hate. You I gave up about you... five weeks ago because I was full to the brim of, oh, this is going to happen. And then this, I was like, fuck off. Just, I'll, I'll be there for the show and I'll talk to you no, then. No, you won't. That's where I am. sitting there babysitting like a schmuck. Well, that's not my fault, okay? <laughs> the last thing I want to be doing is babysitting, but... Um, I'm thinking I'm going to get out of it and if not I'll see it in the morning on Sunday morning anyway I just won't see it live but whatevs uh, there you go great advocate there Jordan said he watched it and it'll be a great a great video for WWE casuals looking to get into the product so it's exactly kind of what you were teasing earlier on or angling at earlier on appeal to the casuals this is how they're doing it again it's not mainstream kind of advertising it's using their affiliate network a la ITV to spread the word for them. It's the pull factor that they're using in the marketing. I re- Actually, as a marketing person, I really like how they're doing this because it's really, really interesting and it's something that not a lot of companies are capable of doing or want to do because it's a very dangerous strategy. I love AEW. AEW is the best. See, I can do that too. How, how can I mute your mic? You can't. Damn it. <laughs> I hold all the cards. I uh, know Jordan was kind of saying the same as well. 
kind of just saying he, he kind of agrees he's just sick to the teeth of of the build up give me the show there's no malice there's no hate it's just but I okay. the, the I, can't, question, I can't listen to any more build up that's the all. question I that's would all ask is. is what else would you have them do because oh and that's what I'm saying there's no criticism it's, yeah. it's just I personally cannot watch any more of it I, I'm no done. but, but I, that's the question I would ask of you is that okay knowing that AEW was long whatever January 2nd uh, whatever it was mm-hmm. and they had they announced double or nothing at that time is there anything that they could have done differently in the build-up to have kept it more interesting for you or kept it more fresher? Or would you rather just wait further down the line to announce the show and announce the matches? Maybe. Maybe announce it a bit later, but also that was their that was their launching pad, you know, here we're going double or nothing on all-in, whatever, I get that. Maybe Being the Elite could have been spaced out every two weeks or something, or maybe you didn't need Being the Elite and the other show that Cody does, the what's called Road to Double or Nothing. Hmm. It's just maybe I. It's just a personal thing. It's just I've watched too much of it. I think, and I just, I'm done now. I've seen all I need to see. I'm I get it. Forward to the show. I get it. But if you, geez, if you changed BT every two weeks, people would be giving out about that because the internet loves to complain. Yeah, I know. Um, but there was there was some barren weeks there on being the elite where I was like, why are you even putting a show out, lads? Do you yeah. know there was no travel? You know, it was like maybe you could have skipped. But I feel sorry for them as well because obviously all yeah. their content was based on them traveling effectively. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now they did, yeah, as there, I said, it, it, there was there was snippets in nearly all of their videos where like that was amazing, that was fantastic. But like you said, yeah. I I completely agree that there was a lot of filler in their shows, mm. and hopefully now that when this weekend passes and. We'll see a little bit of a build and the next show will be announced and possibly another one in August and September before the TV launch in October. Hopefully they'll be able to get their kind of the teeth into the bone of it all and really kind of give us some good original yeah, content. But at least there'll be more of a, not a, Double like as Jordan said old there, old. you know, as in 1st of January to May 25th, that's a long time to keep people's attention. And they lost my attention a while ago. It's just like, no, nah, it was just a decision I made going, okay, yeah. got it. But again, it's got some... It. You know. it, but if you think about back to sound like pay-per-view builds back in like the 80s, 90s and early 90s for even boxing matches or actual proper sporting events, those builds took months. But it's because mm-hmm. we're so used to WWE having a pay-per-view every three weeks that the builds and everything like that are one to two to three weeks. So we're we're shot oh, yeah. in the foot. We're, we're, we've spent our load after like two, three weeks. And that's that's become our attention span. So now that something's lasted longer than that, we're like, oh my God, why is this taking so long? I guess it's because there's no beats in the middle. As in there's no... Okay, we, we the long-term story is uh, we finish with, say, uh, say Pack and Hangman. This is the match for um, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. It that's, that's been the case from, say, day one. I know it wasn't. It was a bit later. But say day one to day whatever, 500, <laughs> whatever amount of days it took. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you math good. There's been no, there's been nothing in between. That's okay. Here's the twist in the tail. Here's the twist in the tail. Oh, here's a little, another little wrinkle. It's always been that's the match, and this is when it's happening. That's where it's like, okay, now I'm done. I was like, okay, looking forward to this. Cool. Talk to you on May 25th. That's, that was my thinking. Completely get you. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt again. This is this is personally how I did, and I did it with Game of Thrones. It's obviously if the boys were on, we could have talked about that to a degree as well. I reserved my, my entire judgment and criticism of that show until you heard after Game the of finale. Thrones a shite fits. I heard it was a terrible old TV show together. 
But see, that's the thing. Like, and we, you've obviously had the experience of talking with your buddies and working, who've given you all the yeah. feedback every week. You felt like you've been in the show probably with the amount of shit yeah. you've heard about it. Oh yeah, I should and, clarify. I don't actually watch it. I haven't seen a second of it. It's not my kind of thing. But I've been hearing, you know, Jesus, Game of Thrones is great, and all of a sudden it's terrible. Oh, burn it with fire! And I was saying, Fitz, mm. what's going on with Game of Thrones? And you were the only one I knew that wasn't fit to jump off a bridge yeah like the, the first couple of episodes were slow and I'm like okay they're building to something third episode loved it fourth episode slow fifth episode loved it and then you got the finale and I was like oh god what are they going to do with the finale I'll let let me watch it and make up my mind of it and I watched it I was like that was terrible that that was not that was not very good so I'm very capable of you know accepting that things might not be as clear cut as, as they are as they're happening but I you have to see the destination to judge the journey a lot of the time and that's where i'm kind of coming from with this um with this aw build i'm thinking okay for me the journey is a more traditional route less flippy in terms of things changing less convoluted in terms of how things happen with wwe let's see the destination let's see what the match quality is like let's see how the aftermath of them this could be the new way that wrestling companies promote their matches and obviously the time frames will be a lot less because they'll have a weekly show running that have more frequent pay-per-views but it could be more original in terms of how a proper boxing match was built in the 70s and 80s where you've literally got two competitors and they're sparring off for want of a better term rather than Becky Lynch getting arrested injured arrested injured injured again arrested again suspended <laughs> again you know you don't need all these what you're talking about that was very streamlined it all worked very well. <laughs> That's what I mean. You know, I, I'm I'm giving the benefit of the doubt now until I see otherwise or until they do it to death. And that that's when I'll openly criticize them and I will have the big bowl of porridge that you're having. The um the host in me fits sees an opportunity if you look at the chat. Okay. The minute we start talking about Game of Thrones, chat started pinging. Why don't the <laughs> How about I, I host a, an old round table one of the evenings with the three chatting Game of Thrones? Ooh. You can Bill O'Hurley that. that shit. Oh, 100%. And I don't have the clips here because there's no football on tonight, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't load them in. I could find them now and do my whole thing of delaying it, but we're two hours and seven minutes in, so I don't really fancy doing that. But um, could there's something you could do. Do an old Game of Thrones mm. night. I'll sit back and play games on my phone. <laughs> and every once in a while just pop in like, and how does that make you feel <laughs> <laughs> pretty much I'll have headphones on I'll be lying against the back of my wall here just playing Zelda or something on the Switch that'll <laughs> sort it that's me sorted but you could you could um, there's an idea there's something you could do I like it um, yeah because we were we had planned and I was going to reply to that tweet yesterday saying you know we're, we won't be on today blah 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 but don't worry we got something up our sleeves we were going to do a full-on extended double-or-nothing predictions thing tomorrow night. Um, but that's not happening now because we've already done the predictions, so there's no point. So, you know, you could do... There's an idea. You could do an old Game of Thrones. We need but the yes. chocolate. We need the audible chocolate. No, I'll be there. It's fine. I'll just I'll won't have much to say because I don't watch it. So, it's like... I'll watch five minutes of something and go, well, you know what I thought uh, about this episode that happened four years ago? And you haven't really brought that up here. Type thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Gordo's not here to do the plugs, and one day we will think to record 
the plugs. Mm-hmm. But today is not that day. No. But the usual, uh, find us, we had a bit of a weird week this week with schedules, but normally it'll be half seven Mixler every Wednesday, half seven Irish time if you're listening, abroad in America. And uh, we'll be there. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify and all those places where you type names in and podcast comes up. You'll find it. It's right there. Uh, iTunes, the five stars thing. It's important. We've got two ratings. I checked it myself. Two ratings. I don't know who did it. But how about the rest of you do it? And then we'll send you uh, 5 XP. Mm-hmm. 5 stars for 5 XP. I mean, you're plus not going to bo- get better value than that, Fitz. Plus bonus stardust. Ooh. Bonus stardust as well. Well, yeah. All Pokemon Go. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if you wouldn't mind, if you're on iTunes, throw an all 5 star rating there. See if we can get some more listeners in. Because as much as we love you, we need more E. That's basically it. Our children need wine. Our children need wine. And why have I not got that clip yet? The <laughs> amount of times we say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. <clears throat> what I do have, though, is a clip. Uh, because it's Owen Hart's 20th anniversary today, one of my favourite things when I was a kid was the 94 run with... It started before the Rumble with kind of Survivor Series the year before, but Owen getting jealous of Brett. Enough. Brett is not. Enough. <laughs> enough is enough and time for a change. Um, but in the, the tag team match at the Rumble with the Quebecers, PCO was there. You know, it was like, he's still wrestling. That's weird. Uh, Brett had hurt his leg, but he still wouldn't tag Owen in. And Owen, of course, kicked up Brett's leg out of his leg that night. <laughs> and one of the greatest promos ever, so I have to play it, a very short clip of it. All you had to do was just tag me. My hand was there. Just tag me. I knew your leg was bad. I was aware of that. Just tag me. But you're too selfish. You just want to put your sharpshooter on. I could have won the match. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a Brett. You're too damn selfish. And that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. It's <laughs> just it's so good. Kicked your leg out of your leg. Well you see it in his eyes when you're like kicked your leg out of your oh shit, don't say a leg, don't say a leg, <laughs> out of your leg. <laughs> it's so good. Uh ah yeah, it was great. You actually beat him at Mania Ten then as well. Mm-hmm. But the same night that Brett went and won the title from Yokozuna. And there's that shot at the end where Randy Savage is hoping, holding the ropes open for Owen. He comes out and they're all celebrating with Brett. And Owen won't come in. He's disgusted by him. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. That whole year in 94 with the... With, it had SummerSlam where they had the heart sitting ringside and you had Davy Boy in regular plain clothes, which were, you know, mid-90s eccentric, I'm a giant <laughs> bodybuilder clothes. And, ah, it's great. A sad loss. Poor old Owen. Damn it, Martha. Let him in the Hall of Fame. Anywho... What else is there? There's nothing. Two hours and 11 minutes. The longest show we've done in a long time. Mm-hmm. Ma- imagine if we had four. We'd be here for three hours. Oh, yeah, it worked sure. out. The busiest news week we've had in a while. It worked out that only two of us were there. Yep. We cut the slack. Yep. <laughs> Black and red. Wolfpack for life. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Where is this shagging thing? Anyway, yeah, we'll be back again next week at half seven. Sorry about this week with the change in days, but sure, look at these things happen. There could be more of it, but the, the, the days will stay the same. It was only because you couldn't do this week. 
and he blocked you don't know how good it would have been he blocked it he didn't want it to happen <laughs> the solo show was happening so I was all on for doing the solo show but he blocked it because <laughs> he was afraid I'd say something bad about his precious Brandy Rhodes that's all it was you shut your whore mouth <laughs> anyway uh, see you next week half seven la 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 la